It's showtime. Three hours of conversation, cussing, and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. for the drum loop. Took an extra second or so. Hi. This is the horn. Head on dot live is where you'll find us online. If you pop over my head on dot live uh, here and then, you know, when the program's live. Well, the merry band in the madcap, wacky, zany, multimedia extravaganza is waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, in point of fact. Let me uh, let me get that all squared away. In fact, uh, yeah, you will be greeted by early arrivers. Sometimes things just go a little slowly around here. Early arrivers Theo and Squeaky and Irish Dave and Anatole, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, Anatole. I hope you have a wonderful or are having a wonderful day. And capably moderated by longtime inveterate, indefatigable veteran chat room moderator Sparky, who, although he is in fact a third stage guild navigator, has declined to fold space and become man cave. Yeah. Um, so a, a, a merry time will be had by all. It is the second day of March, 2023. I'm still celebrating the fact that February's gone. E. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's been decent here today. It's pleasant in the uh, fabulous Horn Studio here at the magnificent Kincaid Mansion. 
a little bit kind of gray and crappy, but well, still, we're under. Th- I think I think we're under three weeks to the first day of spring, and I'm already thin. All of the jonquils are blooming. Little riots of green and yellow along the hillsides here. Won't be long till people are talking about ramps. And a little bit after that, my favorite part of spring, the eruption of the red buds when the entire when entire mountainsides turn a glorious shade of pink. You know, that the neat thing about the red buds is they bloom before their leaves come on. And so it's about the only, you know, apart apart from pine trees and it's about the only color in the woods, and 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 the the, the pink just stands out. Oh, and uh, look who's just joined us! Uh, pinch hit midweek chat room utility moderator and all around great guy, brother Bishop Steve from Georgia Stan. Steve. Uh, now it's it's just it lifts my spirits. Almost inexpressibly. Um, just makes me feel a ton better. Anyway, every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude. And this program is no different. And so we say thanks ever so much uh, to Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. And thanks as well to... Uh, Chris in Germany for her part of the of Bruce and Karen's memorial challenge. Uh, thanks again to Randy Radar for uh, uh, finishing off the challenge yesterday. Thanks so much, one and all, for keeping this little broadcast effort rolling. For almost two entire decades, it still just absolutely blows my mind to think about it. But I said when we started this that we would outlast Air America. Ah, we did. And then some. Really pretty neat. Um, oh, where to begin? It is, of course, Thorn in the Side Thursday. And what we, this, today is just a regular $300 fundraising goal. So that's wonderful. Um, Oh, heck, we've been messing around and down south for a while recently. Let's uh, check in back in Tennistan. There's a member of the Tennistan House of Representing down there by the name of Paul Sherrill. He is from Sparta, Tennistan. And this is the, uh, this is the same dude who... Uh, introduced a bill to change John Lewis Way in Nash Vegas to Trump Boulevard. Well, this maggot POS 
sits in the Tennessee Criminal Justice Committee. And, hmm, he has some, let's call them old-fashioned ideas about the administration of criminal justice. Before the Criminal Justice Committee on Tuesday was a measure to because, see, southern states that like to kill people in the name of the state and like to kill people in the name of the state and the people they mostly like to kill are disproportionately brown and black people, they have, they have such a devil of a time trying to commit these state-sanctioned murders because they, uh, well, they, they have a hard time getting the the drugs that they use for horizontal crucifixions. So there in the Criminal Justice Committee of the Tennessee House of Representatives, they came up with a solution. Let's bring back the firing squad. Because lethal injection and electrocution aren't enough. They really want... They they they, they want they want a, a a range of options there, especially now that they've got a bill that you know maybe they could use on some some more people that they really really hate. Well, even the idea of adding the firing squad to electrocution and lethal injection, you know, horizontal crucifixion, wasn't enough for representing Cheryl. No, hell no. Uh, he, he had a, he had an idea all of his own. But ideal, and I was just wondering about uh, could I put a amendment on that? Hanging by a tree, also, and uh, and also uh, I would like to sign on to your bill, sir. Thank you. Well, he'd like to sign on to that firing squad bill, but he sure would like to be able to lynch some folks too. It'd be real OG and old school. Now, bear in mind, between the years 1877 and 1950 in Tennistan, there were at least 236 lynchings. Uh, no words from representing Cheryl on whether or not he would like to make it really old school and, uh, and let, let white folks come with picnic baskets and, 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 and maybe their git fiddles and their banjo, banjos and their, and their, and their, and their fiddles and, and, and whatever. Their washboards and 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 hooting jugs and no, not not I haven't heard that. But it, it seems uh, it seems clear that representing Cheryl really does like the idea of getting to kill some people. The article about this over at the Daily Beast pointed out that right there in Sparta, Tennessee, some years back, a person who was enslaved and had managed to run away 
was dragged out of a prison and summarily lynched in a local cemetery. Some days are diamonds. Some days are interruptions. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, that. So apparently, uh, Representative Cheryl was deep into well, the heritage and the hate. Usually, the usually the 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 uh, weirdos are heritage, not hate. Now, Representative Cheryl, uh, he's into. He's into both. No surprise, though. Oh, and it. Uh, hmm. In case, oh, thank you, Billable Rick. Billable Rick pointing out uh, uh, outlasting. You forgot to mention that not only did you outlast Air America, but you outlasted Big Ed Schultz, despite the bake sale model of funding your program. That's not real radio. That's bake sale radio. Now. Poor old Ed. Sorry about, you know. But apparently it's only real radio if you're hustling buy gold now ads and the like. Or, or stupid beats. Uh, having been called out for his lynching fetish, Representing Cheryl said uh, yesterday, my exaggerated comments were intended to convey my belief that for the cruelest and most heinous crimes, a just society requires the death penalty in kind. Although a victim's family can't be restored when an execution is carried out, a lesser punishment undermines the value we place on protecting life. Yeah, he's got to protect life, Jack, representing Cheryl is, by killing people. He's a, he's a real peach. I wonder if he only came up with that after maybe the murder of Tyree Nichols and thought, you know what? You know what them, you know what them cops in, in, in Memphis need? Hanging from a tree. And the governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee, a year ago, April, ordered that the state investigate how it goes about Horizontally crucifying people, because he was upset that the 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 people who were gonna horizontally crucify Oscar Franklin Smith, a convict, only tested the execution drugs right right before the the, the horizontal crucifixion was supposed to happen. And that caused the execution to be called off, right? Lickety-split-like. And then the Tennessean, the newspaper there in Nash Vegas, said that even after they 
went all over the entire process and examined it from beginning to end. But Tanistan officials still can't follow their own damn rules. <sighs> yeah. Of course, also in Tanistan, they have uh, now passed and signed into law, Bill Lee did, you know, the Auburn grad who dressed in drag for uh, uh, some high school shenanigans. Yep, it's illegal to perform drag in public in Tennessee now. The biggest problem, though, is that, uh, well, the way they define drag means that they can start snatching up trans people who are just living their lives. Trying to figure out how they're going to go about arresting the trans boys in Tennessee, you know, with their Levi's and their, 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 their work boots and, and their, 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 plaid flannel shirts and you can't wear that yeah the drag ban goes into effect on April the 1st just in time to try to criminalize pride festivities Uh, also today Bill Lee signed Another bill into law uh, that encourages trans kids to commit suicide, that is a trans medical ban. These fiscal conservatives will now spend a fortune defending both bills in court. Uh, Issuing a joint statement, the American Civil Liberties Union and Lambda Legal said certain politicians, and Governor Lee, have made no secret of their intentions to discriminate against youth who are transgender or their willful ignorance about the life-saving health care they seek to ban. Instead, they've chosen fear-mongering, misrepresentation, intimidation, and extremist politics over the rights of families and the lives of transgender youth in Tennessee. We are dedicated to overturning this unconstitutional law and are confident the state will find itself completely incapable of defending it in court. Well, if the defenses go anything like Arkansas and Alabama's did... They are not uh, wrong in that assessment. But it's terrifying. And I have seen post after post after post on various social media sites of people in Tennessee saying, what the hell do I do? Where do I run? Or the ones that are most, most heartbreaking, the ones who say, I'm stuck here. I can't leave. There is no way for me to get out of here. And now they're trying to kill me. You know, full-grown adults. The language of the Tennessee ban says uh, it's illegal for male or female impersonators who provide entertainment that appeals to a prurient interest from performing in public spaces. Okay, well, that's great, but who defines the prurient interest? Because I'm sure to Governor Bill Lee and the 
various and sundry, mouth-breathing, knuckle-walking, uh, snake-handling, tongue-speaking, floor-rolling fiends of the Tennessee legislature, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm quite certain that uh, just being in public as it, 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 wearing clothing that a Republican doesn't like will be prurient, because that's the problem. The prurience is in the minds of these perverted Republicans. And they are a filthy lot. So hopefully the ban and the, both of the bans will be challenged in court and an injunction will be issued. And as I've said before, I wish I could say now... There's no way that this thing will, 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 will pass constitutional muster in a federal courtroom. But there's lots of maggot judges now. And then up there in Washington, our most puissant, dread sovereign, supreme Catholic majesties. Well, anything can happen. Sorry to open the program with that. But it's... It's where the Republicans are. It's who they happen to be attacking now. And then there's... Uh, Ron monkey up the Clantis again. Who has given an interview to uh, the Times of London? What? Uh, he said, uh, well, he was asked straight up whether he uh, is going to run for the Republican nomination for president. Uh, a man named, a reporter, the U.S. editor of the Times of London, David Charter, Pointed out that uh, they met uh, they, they they met for the interview at the GOP headquarters in Florida, not in the governor's office. And at that meeting, there were lots of copies of Ron Monkey Up DeClantis's new birdcage liner, his memoir. It has a chapter in it called "Make America Florida." God, I, how bad? How bad is Florida? I live in West Virginia, and that grosses me the hell out. Bear in mind, Rupert Murdoch owns the Times of London. That's sort of telling. And David Charter calls him personable and chatty. 
and the piece contains this quote. You'll sometimes read stuff like D.C. public gossip. They're like, oh, you know, he's not social because, honestly, when I was in Congress, I wasn't there to party. I didn't want to be part of the scene. My job was to represent the people, so I would do my job, and I would go to my office, sleep on the couch, wake up, do it the next day, and I didn't really have time for any of the other stuff. Just a hard-working man of the people. I just wanted to focus on the task at hand, and now it's like I'm not out dealing with political people unless I have to. If I'm going to be out doing different stuff, you know, monkey up. Maybe under the circumstances, you might not want to use phrases like, going to be out. Maybe you find a better way to phrase that, Rhonda. Because you might be violating your own don't say gay law. I'd rather my wife be with me or kids be with me. Ah, so you like to be around kids, do you, Rhonda? But they got around to, they got past the shilly-shallying. And DeSantis was asked about Ukraine, you know, because of his vast foreign policy experience. And they said, okay, well, what would be the difference between you and Joe Biden on Ukraine? And he got snitty. I ask about Ukraine, Charter says, and he says that there's a critique of Biden, Biden, and I think I'm sympathetic to it in the sense that is our policy to just do whatever Zelensky wants, or do we have a concrete idea of what we're trying to achieve exactly? Maybe Rhonda isn't paying attention. Wouldn't be the first time. Maybe he's just completely consumed by his own postulant hatreds but there is a plan in Ukraine the plan in Ukraine is to drive Russia out of Ukraine when I ask him how it should be handled differently Charter continues he refers to Biden being weak on the world stage and failing at deterrence, but as that is not answering how it should be handled, now I ask again, DeSantis doesn't have anything to add. Perhaps you should cover some other ground. I think I've said enough. Well, the exchange being described as testy. Are you kidding? Rhonda would hang Vladimir Zelensky out to dry so fast that Zelensky would find himself going, wait, what, 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 why are these clothespins on my shoulders? God, he's disgusting. And it remains to be seen if he's going to actually run 
But wow. What an ass. So, oh, uh, other bigger, well, big-ish news. In the stack today. Even ordinary court filings are a big deal now. The FBI the FBI has opined to a court of competent jurisdiction the DOJ that it would be legal for several members of Congress and some DC or Capitol Police officers to sue Nitwit Nero civilly for inciting the the uh, inciting the terrorist attack of January sixth, twenty twenty one. Good. And hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully they will file that suit. And stoke the stroke. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize it. But it's that time of year again. Yeah. CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee, stand by. Uh, apparently it's screw with Robin while she's on air day here at the mansion. Uh, no, uh, CPAC is back in session. And for once, people are staying away in droves. Even though... Uh, e- even though... Top Republicans 
like Rafaelito Eduardo Cruz, the anointed booger-eating future king of America, and uh, Jerk Deluxe Vance, the fake hillbilly, are on the uh, on the agenda. Some of it's been showing up on C-SPAN. There are lots of empty chairs. The people who do manage to be in the chairs are, as one might expect of a Republican crowd, cranky, old, and white. The vendors aren't there. The exhibits aren't there. On the other hand, um, Nitwit Jr. showed up for the Make America Make for the Maggot booth. I guess he was signing autographs. Now remember, this is all. This is all the outfit that is run by Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp, remember? Matt Schlapp? He's been pissing and moaning lately. Because you might recall that not too long ago, he got called out by a young man who said that Matt, who, by the way, pretends at being straight and is married to Mercedes Schlapp, well, on the way back to a hotel after stumping for Walker, Texas Strangler, Matt Schlapp reached over and stroked the young man's thigh and eventually got past his thigh and Gave his junk a nice grope. No such thing as a nice grope. A considerable grope. Because, you know, this is how Republicans roll. He has now decided, Matt Schlapp has, that yes, he, Matt Schlapp, is a victim. A victim of fake journalists pushing this leftist agenda and lying. Well, the problem is the journalists aren't the ones that initiated the story. A bona fide rock-ribbed Republican voting Republican who was campaigning for Walker, Texas Strangler. Uh, He's the one who... pushed it because he's the one who got sexually abused. The Walker Walker campaign didn't just corroborate the young staffer's uh, allegations, but supported him too. Well, this in turn, what a surprise. I mean, I didn't know this could happen. This in turn has led Fox News TV Radio Rwanda not to let Matt Schlapp on the air and a whole bunch of Republican hotshots are staying the hell away from CPAC, as previously mentioned. 
But Nitwit Nero, who has his own uh, sexual assault problems, only with women. I'll be there. I'll definitely be there. It's entirely possible Fox News TV Radio Rwanda didn't even sign on as a sponsor this year. Usually they're good for a quarter of a million dollars. Speaking to that mackerel rap, the Washington Examiner, Matt Schlapp uh, cried and bleated and brayed. This media will take any charge and run with it if they can destroy a Republican or a Trump supporter or a conservative. That's what we have in this country. Hey, Matt, Al Franken would like a word. Of course, Al Franken never touched anybody. Certainly never grabbed any young man's crotches. And by the way, Matt is now being sued. Matt Schlapp is being is being sued by uh, the the young man whom he allegedly sexually abused, and so is Mercedes, and so is I think CPAC maybe and. It's one of those sue them all and let God sort them out kind of situations. But Rhonda Santis uh, says they're coming, as well as uh, former Vice President Mike Pencil-Nackdeek, I wonder if this is going to wind up being a an I-O-K-I-Y-A-R kind of circumstance. But they're trying. They're trying there at CPAC to get the crowd revved up. Representing Scott Perry, whose cell phone apparently has all kinds of damning, uh, damning evidence about the run-up to and day of the terrorist attack on the Capitol, January 6, 2021. Well, he uh, he he did uh, sit down and yap at the crowd about things that have to do with freedom, y'all, freedom. Gas stove, but that you must. Buy an- Hold on. That you can't buy a gas stove, but that you must buy an electric vehicle. That you can't go to work, but you must put some experimental potion in your arm and then keep showing up to do that to visit your church of worship our personal sovereignty is what this nation was built on you getting all this you can't buy a gas stove but you have to buy an electric car yeah that was that that was that was maggot gold that was maggot red meat but describing oh my god describing the COVID-19 vaccine and its following boosters, which have been a generation in development, mRNA vaccines, which are highly effective and have saved countless lives, maybe even mine. Uh, According to Scott Perry, who is an insurrectionist in his own right, that that miraculous product 
of the dedication of God alone knows how many scientists, biochemists, uh, pharmacological geneticists—that is a magical potion you put in your arm, and if you don't, you can't go to your house of worship. And that's a matter of personal sovereignty? How, how do you... Shit makes me crazy. Here in the first few years of the third decade of the 21st century, when we should all be floating around wearing helium-filled pants. Hi, Reverbo. Instead, we've got nattering numbnuts like this blathering about personal sovereignty and magical potions in your own... Where are you, Scott? Where are you when I need... We're all screwed, Robin. And it's the foundation. It is under assault by every single facet of the government. And as Ralph has said, we are going to create a firestorm. Look, if it's up to me, there's going to be a firestorm. These leftists, these uh, Marxists that, that, that have prevailed upon the American people and used the awesome power of the federal government to cow us into, into fear in our homes, they've got to... These Marxists, you know, Marxists like Joseph Robinette Biden... Marxists. Wonder why they haven't just gone full on. You know, why not? Why not call it Maoists? Or, or is that just a little bit too complicated? Hell, Marxists is too complicated for the average Fox News radio or Wanda viewer. Commies. Stop stop, assume, stop assuming the intelligence of your audience, Scott Perry. Just yell commies some. got to be put on notice. They've got to be quaking in fear. They've got to be worried. They've got to be losing weight because they're not eating, because they're worried that they're going to end up going to jail for using the awesome power of the federal government. And if they're not interested in showing up in Mr. Jordan's hearing, you know what? I'm in charge now on the Transportation Committee of Federal Leases. Huh. Huh, isn't that something? I wonder whose leases might be coming. Well, we're taking a look at the list. It's going to be awesome when they go from a big building to about, oh, I don't know, that space on the square there, uh, Todd. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? it? I love it. Like, we got to fight on every corner, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think he just confessed to something there. I don't think he's covered under the speech and debate clause right now because he's at CPAC that sounds like an extortion plan oh but the, it, the, it's poorly attended CPAC is but nonetheless they're hauling out the crazy get the hockey puck for this one McCarthy said uh, a couple of months back that he's seen nothing that Biden's done that would be worthy of impeachment, but it seems violating the oath of office and not protecting this nation from enemies, foreign and domestic, and letting that balloon invade our airspace, that is worthy of impeachment. It, it is, 
But look, you know, the, the, the issue that all of us face, you impeach, you know, impeach Biden for mental, you know, he, mentally he's not here, but who, look who you get, the giggler. Who wants her? Uh, the giggler. Wow, that's a few consonants and a couple of vowels close to the word he really wanted to say. Yeah, we can't impeach Biden, because then, you know, we'd have another one of them in the office. It's all they are. Hatred, bigotry, various phobias and and, and mesias. The gaggler. But the guy saying, I don't want to, well, he needs to be impeached over the balloon. He let that Chinese balloon invade American airspace. Hey, Todd Starnes, guess who else let a balloon, you know, let balloons invade American airspace? Shh, I know, inconvenient. Uh, and on the balloon... You call her the giggler? The giggler, the yeah. Giggler. yeah. She laughs at everything. Um, but the problem that... that Damn sure laugh got, at you, cracker. I, we interviewed General Kellogg, who... Is, you see him on Fox all the time. He's a no-nonsense general. He, first of all, said Milley should have been fired a long time ago. And he, he's a, he was a traitor. But he said... But get this. Look where they shot... McCarthy said uh, a couple of months back that he's seen nothing... That He just called the most senior military officer in the United States a traitor. You know, if we were to put him in the Wayback Machine and send him back to about 1820, 1830, uh, that, that military officer would be coming up, taking off his glove, glove, slapping him soundly across the face and saying, I'll see you at dawn, dipshit. I bet you I know who'd be the better shot in that situation. The officer, in this case General Milley, probably wouldn't have his glove back on before the foul stench of that Congress creep shitting himself uh, was uh, filling the air. Uh, then there was a blatherer from some D.C. area uh, hate radio outlet, Larry O'Connor. I probably should have done the hockey puck warning for all of these. Flicker, my friend from Town Hall who has a uh, very important historic distinction. He was kicked off and banned from the Don Lemon show. I forget, what did you say again? Well, so I'm on, I'm on the show, and he, he says, so this is when we run up to Trump, and he says, you know, Kurt, this is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. Do you know what, what Donald Trump said? And I'm like, I don't know. And he says, he said 
that Hillary got schlonged when she was running against uh, Barack oh, Obama. And this that. worst thing that ever. was a good one. And I, I, got, I said, I, I don't care, Hillary Clinton. I mean, you're, you care about that. Hillary Clinton literally stood by while her husband used an intern as a humidor. Oh yes. And he, you can't say that. So I said, she sat there and literally stood by as her husband used an intern as a uh, no, she didn't. Hillary was nowhere to be seen. But you'll notice that was 1995, and Kurt Schlichter, who, by the way, in case you're wondering, is a complete and total moron, is still beating off to it. All these weirdos, these freaks the human door and boot off of CNN. Best thing ever happened to me. So that's Kurt Schlichter is not Don Lemon material. What, what does that mean? Oh, wait. That, oh, that's, yeah, oh, okay. That's a homophobic jibe. Not Don Lemon material. You know, because Don And what would CPAC be? Uh, without uh, Chaya Raitchik, the libs of TikTok creep, who has uh, played a role in harassing any number of people into God only knows what desperate acts. But Kurt Schlichter wasn't done. In addition to fantasizing about Bill Clinton's sex life, remember, uh, the entire Clinton impeachment uh, had a nickname back then. It was called The Great Cleanus Hunt, C-L-E-N-I-S. Feels like only yesterday, you know? Funny thing about memory. Yeah, The Great Cleanus Hunt... Well, when he's not when he's not fantasizing about Bill Clinton's um, member, apparently Kurt Schlichter has some murder fantasies. It looks like. Oh, I know what I, I look. I, I identify the opponent. I identify the enemy, and that's what the media is. I remember being in the Gulf War. That was back when America won wars, uh, and our and the Pentagon knew which bathroom to use. Uh, Gotta work that shit in, don't we? They're obsessed. And frankly, it's a little creepy. No, it's a lot creepy. You know, the Gulf War, when we knew how to win wars. Um, only we kinda didn't win Bush War One, and we... Certainly didn't win Bush War Two, and we didn't win in Afghanistan, unless the metric for victory has changed substantially. Those don't go in the W column. Those are more like no decision. 
and the military knew which bathroom to use. He thinks he's clever saying this hateful shit. But remember, he's talking about identifying the enemy. Being in the Gulf War, that was back when America won wars, uh, and our and the Pentagon knew which bathroom to use. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and even the pasty-faced, doughy white people out in the audience, who there aren't a lot of, that wasn't the knee slapper Kurt Schlichter was hoping it was going to be. I remember we're out in the middle of the desert. Sergeant uh, comes up to me and goes, oh, Sir, uh, if we have any reporters around, can I shoot them? <laughs> And, of course, I was a good officer. I always listened to my NCOs. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's funny when, when members of the military want to shoot uh, members of the only profession that's mentioned in the Constitution. You know, reporters. <laughs> that's funny. I, tell you, I don't care. You. That's funny. But no, I, you're not advocating that anybody would. No, 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 no. I would never advocate hunting the media for sport. There's already an article breaking. Kurt yeah, exactly. <laughs> breaking Kurt Reynolds 30 years ago. Um, it looks like. Yeah, I would never. Yeah, hunt reporters for sport. Interesting qualification there. They really are, though. They're 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 trying to rev up the. Mouth walkers and the knuckle breathers, for all they're worth, hit them with the big hits. Uh, Senator Foghorn Leghorn Jubilation T. Cornpone from Louisiana stands there. What else is the truth? The truth is that God is great, beer is good. And, and the United States of America is star-spangled awesome. Yeah, okay. I guess. That's, that's, that's who Republicans think they are. Americans do not deserve to be governed by deeply weird nauseously woke people who hate George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Dr. Zeus, and Mr. Potato Head. Wait, what? Dr. Zeus? I don't know, maybe the dentures are slipping. Dr. Zeus. Or does he mean Dr. Zeus? And this is what passes for profound and deep political, philosophical thought over in maggot world. Weirdos. Weirdos. Because, you know, Joe Biden's a weirdo. Kamala Harris, weirdo. Merrick Garland, weirdo. Anthony Blinken, weirdo. It really is astonishing how much, for, for all of their talk about star, the star-spangled awesomeness of the United States, it really is kind of surprising how much they hate well over half of the people in their own country. 
Because remember, these people are maybe 30, 37, maybe 40% of America. The other 60 or 60 plus percent of America are the aforementioned weirdos. Doctor. I deeply weird, nauseously woke people. Can we just come up with a rule? And it, it needs to go viral. Uh, if any, if any of the people who listen to this program and then you know the next day it finds itself in wider forms of media are paying attention, y'all, here's something that needs to happen. We need to make it clear that any time a Republican uses the phrase woke, we simply recognize them and call them out as being the racists that they are. Because in using the term, they are mocking a concept developed by people of color. They are appropriating that concept and turning it to nefarious ends. If there was an agreement that every time some Republican says woke, I don't care if it's Rhonda Santis or Jubilation T. Cornpone here, then there is an immediate news story written that refers to them as so-and-so, using the term woke and, and uh, derisively, and therefore outing themselves as the racist that they are, dot, dot, dot. It might finally get them to stop using it. They'd piss and moan. But still. And then there's uh, this little gem of philosophy, reasoning. And of course, the, when, anytime you're talking about uh, John Kennedy of Louisiana, Stan, you have to remember that this guy actually knows how to speak in what we might call network broadcast standard. He's intelligent. Once upon a time, this, this, this fucker was even a Democrat. Did you know that? He was. But the only way to advance one's political ambition in the current circumstances and current climate in a place like Louisiana, Stan, is to go to the dark side. This guy was educated at Oxford, and I don't mean Mississippi. He knows how to think, but he is first and foremost a political animal, and he has to keep the rubes uh, going at a, a, a rolling boil, just like he's a boil on the ass of America. I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently. The Biden administration sucks. Tell that to families whose children weren't food insecure for the first time, for a brief time. 
Tell that to the people who were able to live through a pandemic with help from the Biden administration. Tell that to people whose lives will be made better by infrastructure projects sought by the Biden administration. Then again, those things are good for America, and he belongs to a party that hates America. So folks didn't show out, uh, show up that much, but that didn't stop the usual suspects from doing usual suspect things. They even managed to get uh, the man who every day vies for the title of most stupid member of the United States Senate to come by for a set two. You know, Marshall, 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 Triple X, Blackburn, and Ron Johnson are in the running too. But I tell you what, you got to get up awful early in the morning to out stupid Tommy the Tuber. We we, we have to hold on to every sport, uh, whether it's elementary school, junior high, senior high, college, professional, because sports have built this country. We, we... Sports built this country. Football, in particular. Football built this here country. While well, they were playing it right there, they they were playing it right there in that big open square right in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia lost that one too. Football. Mm-hmm. Got to hang on to every sport. Never mind the head injuries. Never mind. Never mind the fact that the life expectancy of a an NFL lineman is really not that long because head injuries bodies beaten to a pulp gotta hang on to every sport there's Tommy the Tuber he's a great football coach I mean he weren't no Bear Bryant but he's a great football coach and and, and he beat he beat Bear Bryant's teams even though Bear Bryant was all busy being all dead and all Brother Deacon, Judas Cradle. Yeah, Brother Deacon Asa is uh, unhappy with that represent uh, that uh, that representative up in Tennessee. Fuck that guy and his weak sauce murder methods. And Brother Deacon says, "Bring back the Judas Cradle." God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> Brother Deacon. Well. He don't broke no shit. Might as well check in with Rapielito Eduardo Cruz, the anointed booger-eating future king of America, while we're at it. And by the way, um, we, we're an hour into the program, had 300 bucks to raise. Um, we're still to zero, but hopefully that'll change. And... <laughs> Uh, please, if you're listening to the podcast, like and subscribe. Leave a comment. If you're listening on TuneIn, mash that heart button. And apparently, some of y'all are doing that. And it's really great. And I'd appreciate it if you'd keep on doing so. If you're listening on TuneIn, mash the heart button there on the player. Like, subscribe on whatever platform you get the, get the podcast on. It really does help. And And when you leave a comment for the algorithms... That lets them know that people are engaging with the program, which is cool. 
Okay, Rapielito. Rapielito's still sad. He done missed the Eagles concert. No, no, not the no, no, not the Philadelphia. No, the Eagles, Eagles. What makes me think that the Eagles are probably glad he did? Listen, CPAC has an interesting mark to my mind as of really the the beginning of the pandemic because we did the podcast, it did verdict at, here at CPAC. I flew home, and actually I had a campaign fundraiser at an Eagles concert, which, and I love the Eagles. I will confess that was my idea. It's like, all right, if you got to have people write checks to the campaign, let's at least go to yeah. a cool concert and enjoy it. And so we're sitting there Saturday early evening, and I get a phone call from Matt Schlapp. And Matt's like, uh, yeah, Ted, I, I need to tell you, so... Um, so Did Matt ask you if you'd like to go up to his hotel room with him? Is that, is that what you're getting? Is there something you want to tell us, Ted? Oh, a good friend of ours who was at CPAC with you uh, has this thing called COVID. And, uh, yeah, you guys were palling around, and this is kind of a problem. I'm like, oh, really? And so I ended up quarantining for two weeks as a result of Matt's call. Thank you. <laughs> but I will tell you, the worst part was not that. It was Heidi coming down the stairs dressed to the nine. She was ready to go to the east. Oh, is it, wait, is that is that the same Heidi? Raffaelito, that uh, you stood idly by while Nitwit Nero called her a dog? Said she was ugly? Is that the same Heidi? You big, bad, bold, butch Texan, you? Eagles concert. And I'm like, okay, sweetheart. I love that, I love that we have a studio audience because if you didn't hear that on the, video, on the audio of this, all the ladies goes, aww, in the audience here. Yeah. Yeah, all the pasty-faced, doughy old white women. But then again, they were probably 20-somethings when the Eagles' first hits came out, so whatever. Because, see, all the, hip, all the hip young Republicans, you know, both of them, they're not going to CPAC. They're going to Nick Fuente's Nazi Fest. That's where they're going. Because it's a lot cooler there. They can, they can go and find out how, how how gay it is for guys to dig women. Wish I was kidding. Aww. She comes down ready to go. And I'm like, okay, sweetheart, we can't go. And she gets mad. She's like, these people paid thousands of dollars to, like, go hang out at this fundraiser. You can't stand them up. And Can you imagine? I mean, because I'm having a hard time buying this story. That there's a bunch of people anywhere on planet Earth that would pay thousands of dollars to go and hang out with Raffaellito. I mean, what kind of good time is that? Hearing that voice, piss and moan and grunt, but then again, you know, maggots. I loved how he said that, you know, COVID kind of started at CPAC. I wonder how much truth there really is in that. At this point, 
very few people knew much of anything about what COVID was, yeah. but I'm like, look, this is potentially a deadly virus. We don't know. And, and I promise you they will be happy that we're not exposing them to it at the outset. So we called and explained it to them. And they had a great time at the concert, and we stayed at home, and Heidi was mad at me. So. Well, at least something good came of it. Heidi was mad at him. I'm guessing Heidi's been mad at him. My wife gets no, hold on. Stop. Actually, Slow down there, jerk deluxe. I'm guessing Heidi's been mad at him. Oh, since back when he let Nitwit Nero talk about her being hideously unattractive. And Ted couldn't quite find the requisite testicular fortitude to call him out on it. But yes, Jerk Deluxe Vance was there. Uh, again, to one, I guess it was the uh, things that happened with COVID uh, personal account portion of CPAC. Wife, my wife gets COVID, and she actually, I got, for me, it was like a mild cold. For her, she got actually pretty sick, which maybe has something to do with the fact she was 39 weeks pregnant. Um, nine days. Funny how he just tosses that. And it might have had something to do with her being 39 weeks pregnant. Ho-hum. I thought this was the party of life, where pregnancies are to be cherished and adored and, and even remembered warmly and fondly. Nah, she's 39 weeks pregnant. That's probably why she got sick. Days afterwards, she starts going into labor, and we called the hospital, and they said, try to wait another few hours, because if you come in now, you're going to have to wear the full mask body gear setup complete quarantine, your husband can't be in the room with you, but if you wait a few hours, then you've reached the quarantine period. This was in December of 2021. So we ruined, I mean, all of us have a crazy COVID story. I think mine is better better than most. In other words, and there were a lot of people, of course, who were prevented seeing loved ones in their final moments, and that is heartbreaking. But, but I love, that was heartbreaking, but he's got, Jerk Deluxe has the better story. The Failure to be honest about this virus with the American people ruined a lot of lives. And the fact that they called us conspiracy theorists for stating the obvious. I mean, why? How is telling the American people that the virus is deadly, that it was highly transmissible, it was super contagious, How is that a, a, a how is that a lie? And how is advising Mrs. Jerk Deluxe about the treatment protocols that would be involved? How is that a bad look for the hospital? These people, these maggots, they 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 live in a a reality of their own creation. And Jerk Deluxe, well, and by the way, thank you, Steve in New York, for that. Uh, Jerk Deluxe 
probably would do well. Um, judge for yourself the term he uses for the Biden administration. They know that the very thing that makes this country special is that whether you're powerful or not, whether you're rich or poor, we all have equal justice under law. Bullshit. Or at least we did until Joe Biden's gang of thugs moved into the White House. Gang of thugs. This fundamentally decent man. This still goes to church Catholic. This guy who inherited a horrifying pandemic from a grossly negligent adipose wad of jiggling insecurities and petty jealousies. Gang of thugs. Yeah, you see something like that. Or all the way back to the guy who who referred to General Milley as a traitor. Kurt Schlichter. Would they have the nerve to say that to the face of Joe Biden, or in Schlichter's case, Mark Milley? Do you think they would? Yeah, I saw what you said. Say it to my face. No, right now. Say it to my face. Or that that, that, that mush mouth who said that the Biden ain't even really here. Say it to his face. See if there's any consequences for it. I know. Devoutly to be wished. Then there's representing Mark Green... Apparently, Republicans have recently discovered the fentanyl crisis. They were oblivious to it during the nightmare years of nitwit Nero, but now suddenly, well, yeah. Every American in our country is at risk for this. Uh, you, You pick up a dollar that's got fentanyl on it, and you're dead. Really? Because I feel really confident that it doesn't work that way. There are a lot of urban legends about how just breathing the same air as a fentanyl addict can get can can overdose you on the fentanyl. But the sad thing is, Mark Green says that at CPAC, and uh, well, hmm, Emery and Marveline sitting out in the out in the uh, audience. We better get rid of all of we better get rid of all of our dollar bills, Emery. Yeah, Marveline, I wouldn't want to die of the fentanyl. And then there's the remember, please. God, I know this is a lot, but this happens every year with CPAC because the whole toxic parade comes out. And the next thing you know, you've got an entire show's worth of material. The clown car pulls into the center ring and the doors open and it's clown after clown after clown after clown. Where are all the clowns coming from? 
Well, a guy named Tom Homan decided to unburden himself of how much he really did enjoy it when the Nitwit Nero administration was pulling babies literally off of their mother's breasts and kidnapping them. But, you know, they're pro-life until they're not. Lifetime, and, and I'm sick and tired of hearing about the family separation. And you know, I'm still being sued over that, so come get me. I don't give a shit, right? Bottom line is... Yeah, I don't give a shit. Stay classy, Tom Homan. We enforce the law. American families, when I was a cop in New York, and I arrested a father for domestic violence or someone for DUI, I separated that family. When you violate the law with a child, you're going to be separated. But you're right. 250,000 children have crossed this border since Joe Biden's been president. They chose to separate themselves. And the children aren't always children. Lifetime. And Did you catch that? The children aren't always children. There are some children that are worthy of being loved and protected. Some children, though, well, they're Mexican, they're not children. I think the cat's out of the bag on this. Maybe every time some Republican starts braying about pro-life, this... This clip ought to be played for him. I mean, this is this is some fertile ground to, to, to work. Uh, Rick Skeletor Scott is the, it was there. You know, the guy who proposed and. And, and sincerely pissed off people like Mitch McConnell doing so, uh, proposed uh, putting Medicare and Social Security on the chopping block. And, and, and he brought the good feelings. Really nice to be here. I love coming to CPAC events. So welcome to America in the year 2023. Welcome to the Hall of Presidents. Wait, didn't we get lectured about how uh, Democrats don't like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson? And I, and I guess I guess we can't talk with John Kennedy any, at all about the whole wealth derived from enslavement problems that, that sort of follow from those guys. No, that, that'd be that'd be too woke for John Kennedy. Yeah. Welcome to 2023, says the man who was uh, involved with the biggest Medicare fraud, welfare fraud in the history of the United States. In the year 2023, where we are destroying the country we love. Oh, okay, we could probably have a conversation about that. Um, the folks up in East Palestine, Ohio, who sent a dedicated maggot up to represent them might agree with you. Um, the part of the country where I live that I love is certainly being destroyed on a daily basis. 
people breathing poisons. And then there's Florida. Ew. That's what's happening right here in America. We are destroying the country we love. Now, to be clear, it's not you. It's not me. We're not destroying our country. No, no, not not you, Skeletor. You just want to starve all the old people to death. It's the it's the, it's the president of the United States who's destroying our country. It's the U.S. Senate that is destroying our country. How? The United States Senate hasn't done anything since the goddamn Clinton administration. Thanks to Addison, Moscow, Mitch, McConnell. And you. And all the other Republicans, too. But see, that there's a thing... Go- Whenever, uh, when, whenever a pasty-faced, doughy, white Republican starts talking about America, it is a very white America he's talking about. That's why they use coded language like real Americans. And we all know what real means, don't we? Oh dear, I forgot about that, Brother Deacon. Brother Deacon Asa noting, I mean, the children's is not always children. Why, some of them even have calves the size of cantaloupes. That's a reference to Steve King, the Nazi who used to represent a district in Iowa. It's the news media. Uh, The free press is destroying America. Check. It's a Democrat party. Democratic party, dipshit. Academia. No, it's all them. It's all them book smart people worrying America. We're ruining America with knowing shit. Hollywood, Wall Street. Hollywood and Wall Street are ruining America. Okay, I, 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 may, I may be able to. I may be able to get with you on the on the Wall Street part, but. And many of our big corporations. That's really nice. Yeah, big corporations. You know, the ones who give Rick Scott lots and lots of money. Okay, big corporations like ExxonMobil. I'm there for that. Or big closely held um, family corporations like Purdue Pharma. I can get down with that. There we go. And of course, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a speech at CPAC if Skeletor Scott didn't have something to say about fuck pronouns. Sorry, he's bringing it up, not me. Start paying people not to work, so you destroy our country's work ethic. You'd use the Department of Justice, the FBI, the DOJ. I- Do you hear the echo? Can you, can you hear the little bit? That's because he's talking to a mostly empty room. And yeah, the only people still paying attention are almost exclusively very old and very white. The very people whose social security he wants to destroy. Huh. Talk about self-hating. IRS, 
to target political opponents, just like any good fascist regime would do. Fascist regime? Do you have a couple backstage there, Rick? Fascist regime? Maybe you had the swirly straw. Funny how the Republicans, you know, the fascists, are the ones who are out there screaming fascism. I wonder why they would do that. And, of course, you'd have to allow our public schools to ignore parents and talk to very young children about sexuality instead of reading, writing, and arithmetic. No, there's a lot of reading going on. It's just that you want to ban a bunch of the books that some of the kids would like to read there, Rick. Fascist. And no one's talking about talking to very young children about sexuality. You would stop prosecuting criminals. You wouldn't punish criminals so that crime could become rampant all across the country. You'd make our military leaders wage war on pronouns instead of staring the, scaring the crap out of our enemies. I'm pretty sure our pretty sure our uh, military is pretty scary. War on pronouns. Kind of makes you wonder if Rick Scott knows what a pronoun is. Imagine that, referring to women with she and her, and guys with he and him, and it's bringing down America. But these are the things that they insist on campaigning on. They're trash. Just trash. I feel sorry for anybody who actually had to sit there and cover that garbage. Or even sit at home and monitor it like Aaron Rupar did. Aaron Rupar on Twitter is amazing. If you don't follow him, at A.T. Rupar. He's one of the, he's one of the most uh, dedicated sources of quality content and keeping up with the maggots. So, and I guess probably there will be more tomorrow. Oh, joy. But in the meantime, um, some email. This is really weird. Um, There it is. Okay. Uh, going back to Raffaellito Eduardo Cruz, the anointed booger and future king of America, it was weird. I, I wasn't getting email there for a minute. Um, looking at that face, Darlene notes, someone said Cruz looks like a melted candle. 
Yeah, uh, but only one of those old school ones that's made of like grimy beef fat. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Dave number 11, Cruise and the Eagles concert. You can't hide your lion eyes. Yeah, no singing. We got $300 to go fundraising. Theo said uh, regarding legislators and anti-trans bills, they think they're experts. Why? This infuriates me on very personal grounds, Theo says. These legislating fools, yeah, literally, don't understand the medical impacts of taking trans people or intersex adolescents off their necessary meds. I spent decades dealing with medical billing doctor's reports and other such paperwork at a medical insurance company and read some wrenching correspondence concerning medications and payments denied or questioned by insurance examiners. This legislation brainlessly overturns decades of painfully worked out protocols based only on bigotries and the crassest of electoral gambits. Sorry, I know you know all this. Well, I do, but I appreciate you bringing that perspective because I hadn't thought of it in that, that regard. Theo, excuse me. I hadn't thought of it that way. But yeah, this is it. It is a very complex machine, and they're destroying it just to watch it burn. And that's that's horrifying. Unless you think it only applies to people like me or young people like me. This is a starting place. At some point in time, everybody they don't like will fall under the same toxic um, rubric. Everybody. Everybody. Anyway, a uh, couple of couple of folks on the line, but I wanted to, uh, now that we're at the halfway mark of the program, wanted to make sure we get to the Green News Report, and uh, we'll go to the phones after that, okay? Remember, like and subscribe, y'all. Every time I say that, uh, I, uh, Brother Deacon Asa smiles a little bigger. Like and subscribe on the podcast. Ma- mash that tune-in like heart button, please. It's Thursday, March 2, 2023. Well, the historic string of storms drenched the state and have many wondering whether our drought could soon be over. Nope. Despite a series of major storms, California's historic drought continues. Norfolk Southern and the other freight rail companies need to stop fighting us. Nope. Railroad industry already fighting new safety regulations in the wake of the Ohio derailment disaster. Plus, record warmth across several states in the U.S. has caused trees and plants to bloom weeks ahead of schedule. Bizarre weather continues as parts of U.S. see earliest spring conditions on record. Earliest spring, it's freezing out here in California. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Weather Channel. 
This is your Green News Report. Okay, Dizzy Doyen, I don't know what you global warming people did, but whatever you're doing, it must be working because it is freezing out here in California. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you don't like the cold weather. I don't like it one bit. As a matter of fact, I've been in Southern California 30 years. It has never been this cold. So whatever you did, knock it off. <laughs> okay. Well, on to our top story. A string of major atmospheric rivers have nearly filled several of California's major reservoirs and a couple of Rare blizzards have helped push California's snowpack to nearly twice its normal levels. The unexpected bounty of water amid the deepest drought in the state in 1,200 years has prompted state and federal water managers to increase their expected allocation of water to the state's agriculture industry in 2023. Good news. However, experts say it will take more than a series of storms to make up for years of deficits. Here's Andrew Schwartz of the UC Berkeley Snow Lab. We've gone from extreme and exceptional to kind of a moderate status, and, and that continues to shrink. We're not at a point yet where we can declare all of our drought over. We need to be able to conserve water and keep moving forward um, as though we don't have plenty of water. And every drop saved now will be available when we do have a shortage. And there's also the danger that spring heat waves will trigger a fast melt of the snowpack, and that could cause those reservoirs to overflow, bringing a whole different set of problems. Hydrology experts warn that California and other western states continue to use more water than nature provides, especially as climate change is fueling a long-term drying trend. Isn't that just like you? We get all of this rain after this longest ever drought, and you're still complaining about it. (laughs) And spring has already sprung in the U.S., thanks to a much warmer than normal winter. Not here. With scientists reporting early budding of flowers and trees in numerous locations, calling it, quote, another sign of climate change playing out in real time. Parts of Texas, Arkansas, Ohio, Maryland, and New York are all reporting their earliest spring conditions on record. Washington, D.C.'s iconic cherry trees are already starting to bloom. Mm. The date for peak bloom is likely to be among the earliest in history this year for the annual Cherry Blossom Festival on March 20th. That's due in part to the hard work of festival sponsor Chevron, whose profits doubled last year. Oh, man. Since 1970, spring has warmed in virtually all of the hundreds of U.S. locations that were analyzed by climate data firm Climate Central. The Southwest has experienced the largest increase. Average spring temperatures are 6 to 7 degrees Fahrenheit warmer in the Southwest than in the 1970s. And spring is not only warming, but arriving earlier, stressing water supplies in the West and extending the allergy season across the country. Well, that's nothing to sneeze at. In the Ohio train derailment disaster, House Democrats on Tuesday unveiled a bill to tighten regulations for trains transporting hazardous materials. But the Lever reports that the rail industry is already fighting new safety rules announced by Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg last week. The industry's main lobbying group, the Association of American Railroads, this week said the government should delay the rulemaking process until after all 
investigations of the derailment are completed and demanded that any new regulations only, quote, directly address the cause of this particular accident and nothing else. <laughs> and you may see a new ad campaign by the railroad lobby group burnishing its image to stave off accountability through regulations. Well, don't worry about that. The Republicans are really upset about what happened in Ohio. I'm sure they're going to make sure that railroad industry gets regulated like it should be. In a related note, the Ohio train derailment disaster has also intensified efforts by environmental groups to halt a Trump administration rule that was pushed by the railroad industry, allowing the bulk transport of explosive liquefied natural gas by rail. I'm sure it'll be fine. Finally, a bit of good news. The massive city of Tokyo, Japan, will make rooftop solar panels mandatory for all new homes starting in 2025. I like it. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Let's go up on a roof. Hmm, sorry about the dead air, but uh, well, uh, going back to uh, fentanyl on money, uh, Lee in New York says, uh, of course fentanyl on currency will not kill you, but paper, really cloth money, is not clean. Signed, Lee, willing to take those dirty bills off your hands in New York City. And Christopher from the uh, ad hoc parody songwriting department writing uh, Jefferson Starship going back to Tommy the Tuber sports built this country sports built this country sports built this country on sporting balls sports built this country sports built this country on sporting balls so you don't know stuff lasers in space all maggots got yourselves the most punchable face more workshopping required well played Christopher is that our first cowbell of the evening um, anyway, let's uh, let's go over to the phone lines. Uh, let's check in uh, real quick with. The, well, let's just check in with Scott. You there, Scott? Hey, Robin, how are you? I'm good. How are you feeling? I am not well at all. Well, you know, uh, I was uh, I had a note from uh, a listener saying, "Have you heard anything from Scott? I haven't heard from Scott. What's wrong?" Well, I don't know. Uh, part of it was being real busy getting the place ready for. The housing guy to come by and, and you know with his clipboard and everything, and that went okay. And that was like uh, Tuesday. And I, I I don't know whether I overexerted myself or was too stressed out or whatever, but I am just I just I, know, I feel like something the cat drug in. So I've been taking it easy today, you know, snoozing a lot in the recliner and the last thing i remember hearing was on uh i guess the audio of uh, msnbc talking about what's it called cpac yeah and i dozed off to that i mean that's how much interest i have in it so i was a little late tuning into you and then you picked up the gauntlet and i said oh god can i is there no respite i can't get away from it you know no escape 
<laughs> Resistance is futile. One of those original Twilight Zone episodes where I'm a, a teeny tiny person, uh, you know, in a, what is that one where the guy, the guy comes from space or comes from somewhere and it turns out that he, it's like a, an abandoned world. And after some inspection, he finds out it's not a totally real abandoned world. And the payoff, and I'm sure since we're talking about a show that premiered in 1959, this one, if this is a spoiler, if you don't get out enough, you need to goodbye. Well, you got to you got to think about you got to think about Gen Z. They're like what? Yeah. Well, anyway. So anyway, the the, the I love Gen the, Z, the by the way. The, uh, yeah, isn't that a supplement? The 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 the, the No, no, no. That's not the stuff that's made out of like octopus pancreases or jellyfish ovaries. No, no. ginseng. Oh no, ginseng. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, ginseng. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, you got to keep up with me, Robin. I mean, I'm and I'm on a bad. You day don't make it easy. I guess I don't. But so anyway, the payoff on the thing is the little girl. You know, thanks her daddy for, uh, you know, he, the daddy comes into the room and he's got, she's got the real man, the little miniature man in her hand. And she says, don't, don't handle your pet. Put him back in the house. So she puts him back in the dollhouse and fade to black or whatever. Anyway, you would have to have been there. I get it. So, so in answer to your question, fine, thanks. I'm sorry. You, no, I'm you. sorry you're feeling poorly. Um but well, you know you're 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 just kind of run down. That's a big difference from not being able to get around. Well, I can yeah, I can still get around after a passion. But did you get back? Anyway, did, I, based on our last conversation, did you get back with your doctor? Did I get back with my doctor? No, the last time we talked, I guess I was talking about the, the, the shitty medicine that he gave me that I... The gabapentin that you don't to, want to take, right. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, um, I was going to wait until after my um, housing thing was done and then call the uh, insurance people and either, either go back and see him and actually see him and not the uh, nurse practitioner or whoever that woman was. And if I can't get uh, cooperation from him, I'll just contact the uh, insurance people and choose another primary physician. That, or you can it's always nice. check out that pain clinic. Or, or the pain clinic, yeah. I mean, it's nice to have a, a doctor who is just like literally two or three blocks away. But if you can't, if there's no communication and you're on different wavelengths or you've got to talk to a flunky or something, I mean, what's the point? And I don't mean to diminish the uh, qualifications of the nurse practitioner, but this last appointment I had, I thought would be with a doctor to specifically talk about medicines and refills, you know. And I should have had better sense than just sit there. I should have said, well, you know, no offense to you, lady, but I came here to talk to the doctor. So, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's still an issue. Mean, well, it's, uh, it's only because I had other shit going on that I needed, you know, that was of a timely nature and, you know, stuff. You know how it is. I do, to a certain extent, yeah. So anyway, I, uh, 
Now this CPAC thing, what does it go through the weekend? Yeah, it probably yeah tomorrow and Saturday. I guess Saturday the keynote will be. Uh, uh, what was he? Uh, what did you? Uh, the, de- the demented circus peanut. Yes, yes. The uh, God Almighty, I just, I, I just, I, people are irretrievably stupid, willfully. Eyes wide open. And, I mean, in a way, that's good. I mean, if the Republicans think that that's a winning strategy, let them think that a while longer. Well, apparently, I got another story here you might find interesting. It makes me wonder if Joe Manchin wants to be a senator anymore, you know, because he's up next year. Yeah, did you allude to the fact that he might be running and for the big job? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. I think at one point in time he wanted to be vice presidential, but too many skeletons. Okay, well, go I mean, it's not it's not a good look when your own brother sues you for ripping him off of a couple of million dollars. That happened a few years back. Now, uh, Joe, uh, to the mansion born, has declared that, well, uh, he might be open and see... So-called entitlement programs have been a fetish object for him for at least the last 20 years. Uh, He thinks that taking care of the citizenry is somehow going to bankrupt America. And so now he has said that he might be open to cutting Social Security and Medicare, but not for anybody who's still getting it, just for, like, my generation. Uh, I, I, that's still not a good idea. Not, it's not even close to a good idea. It's not within hailing distance of a good idea. He said, "He said, um, I just think, is there a better program? Is there a better way younger people can invest and have something for retirement? You have to look at everything. How do you sustain what you have? Yes, bringing the uh, bringing the penny pinching sentiment sentiments of a coal broker to the existential questions of how people manage to have something resembling dignity in their old age. Sure, you bet. But this is but the, 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 this is what they did to my generation back in nineteen eighty six. I've been paying attention for a very long as you know, as I know you have. You've got a few years on me, but you you've been paying attention. I've been paying attention, and then it was you know 1986 when uh, old 666 himself, Ronald Wilson Reagan, rolled up his shirt sleeves with Tip O'Neill, and they said, "Well, you know, we can't fuck the people who are getting it now, so why don't we fuck the people who are going to get get it 40 years from now?" Because you know I was like 23. And what exactly was the rationale for that? Because the the uh, Social Security uh, being modified and tweaked in a positive way over the years since it was established has always done a fairly decent job of doing what it's supposed to do. Yes, it does, and does so at massively lower administrative costs than any mutual fund. And, of course, you know, that's where Joe Manchin's going. 
get why well why don't we just let them put it on the stock market and play roulette with it and then they won't have a retirement to have to worry about and maybe they'll kill themselves when the stock market crashes how's that i mean it's already bad enough for me i just celebrated my i just celebrated my 60th birthday under the previous rules i could thank you under the previous rules i could have started collecting a reduced amount at, at 62 or full benefits at 65. Well, now I got to wait till I'm 67, thanks to Tipper and and uh, and and Ronnie. For what uh, bracket, uh, full or partial? Now, I'm not entirely sure. 67 might be partial. I might have to. I'm not sure. Maybe I have to wait till I'm 70 for full benefits. But you know, at least yeah, I still I, at least I still get Medicare at 65. Yeah. Such as it is. Well, see, and here's the here's the here's the problem. There are certain things that, and and yes, none of the founding fathers or any of the paperwork involved with the, you know, the founding of the country, they they didn't talk about social security using that terminology or Medicare or any of that, Medicaid, any of that. They didn't use the verbiage, but within the spirit of the founding documents. It could be in, inferred or implied or assumed or whatever the word might be that part of being a, a country that's, that works positively and appropriately for all people, at least theoretically, for everybody concerned, you, 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 know, you, you come up with these, with these notions, you find a – who was it? Old Zig Ziglar, if you remember that motivation. Oh, God, yes. Used to about, about finding a need and filling it or whatever, or, or solving problems uh, creatively and all that. That's pretty much all that Roosevelt did. And, the, and he wasn't the first person to come up with an idea like Social Security. Over time, there were several presidents or at least political leaders who looked at it and tried to get something going. As I recall, I'm you know I'm not I'm not you know I'm not encyclopedic today, but you get what I mean. I do. And it's like ever since you know that that meeting of the minds between uh, old uh, Reagan and old Tip. Um, I, I don't know. I dare. I wonder if I should even say this, but I kind of wonder if maybe. They didn't uh, rely on um, Thomas P. O'Neill's uh, admiration for strong drink and got him to do something that uh, maybe <coughs> he wouldn't have otherwise done. <laughs> I I, I, well, do you get what I mean? I yeah, mean, they, they got him liquored up. Yeah. Yeah, Tip, come on over here. Yeah, get away from that. 28 cent uh, Republican bar scotch that they're serving up there in the, in the congressional club. Come on down. Yeah, bring the good stuff. This. Yeah. But, and, uh, you know, but the whole notion of Reagan uh, wanting to do anything, even pretend beneficial for anybody, is such a, a laughable thought. And I don't know. I, do they, 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 apparently they don't. If CPAC is any uh, 
indication, from what I know of it these last few years that has happened, Reagan, they've taken down the big uh, statues and photos and, you know, posters of Reagan. He doesn't seem to be their god anymore. Or am I missing something? Well, no, he is for some of them, but for this new crop, you know, the, the, the real dead-end, hard-case, cancerous maggot gang, yeah. uh, Reagan wouldn't be allowed in their club. Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be allowed to play their reindeer, reindeer games. Oh, well. Then one foggy Christmas Eve. Did you hear this already? Santa came to say. Anyway, go ahead. I'm not going to be that old Christmassy here. Ronnie, with oh, your hair so black. <laughs> tip with your nose so red. Yeah, tip with. <laughs> tip her with your nose so red. Help me find my fucking sled. Okay, that Ronnie works. The Ray Gun President <laughs> had very shiny hair. <laughs> anyway, I just goddamn. I wish. Well, I'm feeling better now that I'm. I can hear you perking up even as we speak. Anyway, I haven't had any coffee for like two days. I don't know whether could I be getting an ulcer. I, I, I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, and it's, I've, it's, you know how when you, when you have a flu or something like that, you feel something coming on, and you dance with it a while, and sooner or later it'll pass. And maybe it's the stress. It could, because I wasn't at all prepared for this housing thing this time around. Was it like more and intense? I, I, well, no, no. I just paid a, played a lot of catch up, getting things, you know, straightened up and pitched and sorted and all that. And I think I just tried to do too much in too too short a time, and was stressed out about it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just got a note. Uh, I just there's somebody on the stress line, and I just found out who the stress line is. Uh, oh. Who's who's on the stress line? It's scary, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Robin, hey, Scott, I'm glad to hear you breathing, Scott. I worry about you when I don't hear from you. Oh, hi. <laughs> Jerry, how are you? Your, your phone sounds really different today. Yeah, it, 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 there's, yeah, there, there's, yeah, it's kind of like you're in a barrel. All right, let me fix that. Everybody? How about now, good? Ever so much better. Oh, yeah, that's way better. My Bluetooth. It sounds good. It sounds good to hear, but not good to talk on. Yeah, so right. Yeah, like Bluetooth and speaker phones are the enemy of all talk radio. Uh, but they're so convenient. Ugh. Yeah, I know. And and so, in, in, in point of fact, I'm actually you know that's that's the hilarity of it all. Um, you're connected into the uh, the, the the board. By Bluetooth. But it works on this end. Yeah. But for, for like the, you know, for like the little, the little speakers, the Bluetooth earpieces and stuff. No, it's, it's, it's death to talk radio. Oh, you're packetized. That's why the Bluetooth would add in too many latencies, if you think about it. Very likely, God, I possibly. I want to hear you finish that song. I want you to hear, 
have you ever done jingles, Scott? Uh, uh, you got a skill for that. Hold on just a minute. Jingle. There he is. Yeah, wow. no, I've never. Uh, I don't think I've ever done jingles before. I've done writing for commercials every so often, promos, no, and you, things. But you got, you, you got the jingle, uh, the jingle thing. It, they, they roll right off you, and uh, all the the, uh, the circuits are still firing. You know, the funny thing is, the situation that Scott's going through, to where they're they're giving him pain pills one at a time, um, and then they're complaining about fentanyl, is the same fucking story. Isn't that weird? Yeah, very much so. It's the same story. I don't think I don't think police should be drug experts, okay? And I don't think Republican congressmen should uh medical stuff. I really don't. They're they're, they're not qualified and their heart's not in the right place. Yet uh, they're 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 telling trans people you can't take this, and they're telling women you can't do that, and I don't know what to do because there is just a thing. Um, House Democrats got together and said, hey, maybe we should um, kick Fox out of the uh, the White House press corps. I'm like, y'all should disband Fox. The fuck? If, if the situation was reversed, if it was like TYP or something like that, they would be hung up. Uh, they All the heads would be on a pike, lined up. No. What's this about the White House press corps? You, you, you were muffled up. I couldn't figure out what you said. Um, Fox the Democrats are still trying to figure out if they should be mean to Fox. I didn't even know that was a debate. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know Corinne, uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the white house spokesperson has been making Steve Deuce, uh, Peter, Peter Deuce's life miserable. She has no respect for him whatsoever. and makes it abundantly clear. I need curse words at this point. I really do, man. I mean, they, they ran up on the Capitol, and we don't have four-letter words yet. I got so much to talk about, too. Um, I, I watched, uh, I'm still in season two of Picard, and I was, I was following it on Reddit, and they're complaining that Star Trek is woke. That's why I called it. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. What? What the flying fuck? Star Trek invented woke. What the fuck, yo? <laughs> woke is Star Trek's jam. Will we dream about a better place? Well, Star Trek, I mean, I don't even like the term because it's it's so far from what it was originally coined to mean. Star Trek has always been forward-looking. Always. It, with, with, the, with the black and white people, the white and black people, horror and Kirk kissing. It's just, with an android having human rights, they were complaining it's too, and I'm like, that's why they didn't like Discovery. It's the black people. Yeah, very likely. That's it, because Discovery's a great show. A little light on the writing, but it looks great. A couple of edibles, some snacks in front of you, Discovery was a great watch. I may start over again. But no, they're all... Um, they're gooning on Picard because it's woke. I'm like, oh, wow. And I, I had to stop watching it because Brent Spinner rolled up to, to be the first iteration of Soon, Dr. Soon. And I'm like, I got to stop. I got to start this from the beginning because Brent Spinner showed up. This is important. Oh, Brent Spiner? But nope. 
Yeah. Yeah. As himself. The only uncomfortable thing, I was like, wow, these guys got sold. And I go, they did this in the 90s. I'm like, holy shit, that's almost 40 years. Yeah, dude. Are you exercising, Scott? Hello? Scott? No, I, no, I had to. I had the thing, the thing on, on mute while you were talking, and I had to reach over and get the phone. Uh, no, I've never been Are you? an exerciser. I do walk, you know, when I'm running my errands or going to the bus and to and from the bus, to and from the bus to the office or the store or whatever. But as far as a, you know, a regular exercise routine, I, I don't. We need you. We need you around. We, we might do a West Coast morning, and uh, you know you need to be alive and kicking. Yeah, and and Tom up in sunny San Rafael, a few a few hours, several hours north of you, said, "Yeah, I was worried about Scott too, but really, Scott, drink some coffee. Withdrawal is a real thing." Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, drink some. I'm going to make some coffee too, just and just to commemorate like you. It's not like I'm not getting caffeine because I've still got my. My so my pop my my sodi pop, but uh, there's more in coffee yeah, than I, caffeine now. There's other stuff it, going it's on. Just, it's just a matter of getting back into a uh, you know the swing of things, and it's sort of like a, a carryover from you remember when I was in the care center because of after having my fall and having your trouble with the leg and everything, I told you it was taking me a while to get back into a routine. And then now I, you know, another wrench has been thrown into my usual lackadaisical, is that how you say it, lackadaisical? Lackadaisical. Uh, lackadaisical. thank you. Okay, well, anyway. But, but you're, you're in California, that works. The West Coast pronunciation works. I, the, the thing was, I, I, I get back and, and, you know, pull together from after the uh, care center uh, experience and then I'm presented with a new uh, challenge, get the place ready for my, uh, you know, my, my housing thing. So maybe now that I've been over these two humps, things will, you know, get off into an even keel where they're not any more major obligations to, uh, to deal with. Not that I'm an irresponsible person. I'm probably on some levels more responsible than I ought to be sometimes, but... I, I just, uh, I'm not used to dealing with, with uh, you know, deadlines and pressure. When you get out of the work environment and, and that sort of thing, and you roll with the flow long enough, those muscles go into disuse. And that could be part of it. I mean, it's, it's a multifaceted thing, I'm sure, but I don't know. I Robin, Scott. <laughs> yes. I have I have Robin. some I have some liberal liberal stuff to to uh, to uh, report. Totally nothing to do with politics. I hope you guys can carry along. I have a new roommate, and she's um Colombian, and I'm hopelessly smitten with her, and it's going great. And I was just thinking about the attraction. Well, I was thinking about all these uh, incels who um chime in and most of their uh, political 
impetus is, is based on the fact that they're terrible talking to women. Um, whereas a liberal, I'm, I'm going, okay, um, what are vegan Italian meals that I can cook for this person? Because we had a conversation. She goes, I hate to cook. I go, I love to cook. And then just my mind started going like a, a, a supercomputer on what I could cook for this person and how it's just to be sure with food. And, well, uh, well, I mean, from a from a vegan standpoint, obviously the Alfredo sauce is out. But... No, no, I can, I can, I can dip and dive. I, if I don't have to kill an animal or see its face, I can include animal parts. Yeah, okay, so uh, no actual. Yeah, Alf, uh, so a, a really good Alfredo, if you can, ha- if you can do cheese and cream, nothing like it. Oh yeah, I can do cheese and cream. Um, really, I got, I got to get my Alfredo. I was thinking something more. Um, I've been uh, mentally toying with the lasagna. Um, oh, veg- oh with, uh, uh, vegetarian lasagna is fantastic. You just have to come up with I'm it. Gonna put, I'm going to put a couple of fake meats in there too, just to, you know, just to keep it what they call it. And no, uh, she there, had some. Is, my, is, my, is there is there eggplant in vegetarian lasagna? Yes, yes. Eggplant part though. Know. I don't like, uh, I, I, no thanks. You, you can have mine, Robin. <laughs> I love eggplant. Eggplant, eggplant, eggplant's uh, hard mode. Well, eggplant, egg, 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 eggplant parmesan, please. I was, um, hmm, there's so many things I was thinking about. But uh, here's the point. We're all having a liberal conversation. This is how liberals do it, all right? Yeah. I'm not going to force myself on her, scream over her, uh, you know, listen to her broken English and go, why don't you speak English, damn it? We adapt and we charm. We got that charm thing going on. And they hate us for it. They don't, it's like a dog playing checkers. These kinds. I, I, I got that off of Scott with the uh, the, the, the monkey with the, uh, the yeah. That's exactly where my head. mind went. You know, the mo- the monkey doing arithmetic. With pen in its mouth. With the arm band. Pen in its mouth. Yeah, the arm garters, the little green visor, the pencil, and the tongue. Little pink, eh. little pink monkey. Old school adding machine with the crank. Yeah. That perked me right up. And <laughs> when you were. Playing the CPAC uh, clips, I was going, there's no policy. It's fucking snowing in California. How come nobody's talking about that? People are starting to drop dead in Ohio right now. They're sick right now. People go, what? 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 Why didn't Joe Biden show up? I go, because he's old. I don't want Joe Biden in that shit. I'm honest. I don't want him in there. He has a cancer gene, too? No. I'd have been cool with Joe Biden flying over there in a helicopter with a gas mask on. They set that shit on fire. There, I'm, I'm here, yeah, and this was on Joe and, Rogan. And I don't know. I don't. Oh no, you listened to Joe Rogan. Uh, well, it was a seven-minute clip that he was talking about it. And first, he he tried to, to push the conservative, but he's such a conservative now. He tried to push the conservative meme. Then he found out no, uh, it was a. Uh, um, Obama that wanted uh, real breaks and Trump that took them off and he's like, ah, he started talking about there's gear lying around dead and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's a large mammal. 
this is the well, yeah, well, see, there's a okay. So this is the latest breaking news on East Palestine. The EPA has mm-hmm. now ordered Norfolk Southern, and if I never hear another member of the multimillionaire for-profit media say Norfolk, it will be too soon. Scott, d- d- doggone it, it's Norfolk, okay? You don't have to make a big deal. Nobody well, thinks you're saying a, dar- a dirty word. It's Norfolk. No, Norfolk High School had the cheer. Do you know the cheer I do. Norfolk High School? We, not, we, don't we, we don't smoke. Norfolk. We don't we don't drink, we don't smoke, nor fuck. Yes. There you go. That's how, that's how I keep things straight in my head, from cheers and jingles. And... But go ahead. What are they doing now? Well, I mean, this is, this is telling, and this is horrifying. Uh, the EPA is now ordering Norfolk Southern to test for dioxins. Because dioxins, have... dioxins can form through the combustive process in the aftermath yes. of the yes. derailment. I hadn't thought about that. My, the skin, the, the hairs on the back of my neck, when they had the chemical breakdown of what was there, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. And when they said, we're setting it on fire, I was like, don't do that. There's certain things that and what was are the, formed. What was in the heat. tanks to, to, to start with? What was in the, the tank cars? Um, the chemical vinyl, vinyl chloride. Vinyl chloride. Vinyl chloride. So if um, you add heat pressure to something like that, the, the, you, you, even a basic chemistry student's got to know there's going to be changes occurring. Nothing that breaks down to a heat is good. To, uh, it, it, it's super toxic. Everybody's getting sick from 50 miles around. And nobody's covering it other than go, we're still going to saving the fucking world from World War Three, you dumb fuck. That, that Trump started, that Trump greased the rails on, you motherfuckers. And nobody's saying that. I'm tired of this. This Trump's whole election was because of Ukraine. The whole motherfucking thing. From him coming down the elevator in 2015 to, um, him playing with the javelins and going, no, I'm not giving you javelins unless you tell me about the whole thing. And nobody can see it. Nobody can put it together. I wish, I wish Joe Biden would open his mouth. But speeding right along, they need to hang this around the Republican throat because they talk about it and, and they're, they're giving us all the judo points and just go on and on and on. Hey, somebody should go, no, you know what they need? They need a tax cut. That's what they need. That's, that's what I would do. <laughs> There we are. I would lambast with them. There's, there, there's, there's nothing. You know I mean, if you're a Republican, there's nothing that doesn't fix. A tax cut doesn't fix this. All right, you know what they need? You know what Ohio's problem is? They need to cut their deficit. Careful, we are. We are there. Ah, you want And I just put in the turn if I get it. I just do. Anyways, they, they, they. they Robin? Yes, Scott. My little memory ears perked up when you were talking about dioxin. And I couldn't remember the name of the place in Missouri. I think it was on the east side of, of uh, Missouri. Times Beach. Yes. Remember where they they took the uh, dusty dirt roads and covered them with a combination of oil and it turns out dioxin. Sure, yeah. Chemicals. And that was, I mean, they're, they're, that's probably still a no-go zone. 
Janet, and, and I've, I've been, I've been, it doesn't go away. It yeah, I've been, uh, I've been thinking. No biological activity. I'm trying to think if uh, love canal was love canal PCBs or dioxin. I was back. It was, and I'm, this is before my time, but just I, I follow chemicals at that. Love canal was. Um, it was a, it was, PCBs it was actually a, and benzene. It was a, it was a cocktail of stuff, because it was basically a dumping ground that nobody thought anybody would be foolish enough to cover it up and build housing next to it. As I recall, it's been a while, but that's my memory of it. Let's see. It all, it, this, is worse than, this is worse than uh, not Chernobyl, uh, um, Three Mile Island. This was worse than Three Mile Island because there was no mitigation. They set it on fire. And let it waste with a strong western wind. I've been there. Let's see. Uh, uh, Love Canal. Love Canal. Love Canal. Miscellaneous acid chlorides other than benzoyl. um, Thionyl chloride. uh, Miscellaneous chlorination. Naphthalene, aniline. Um, looking to try uh, trichloroethanol, benzoyl chlorides, benzo benzotrichlorides, metal chlorides, liquid disulfides, uh, hexachlorocyclohexane, chlorobenzenes, benzochlorides. Yeah. Benzene and polyvinyl. That happened around. Carbon tetrachloride, chloroform. <laughs> uh, what didn't they dump at Love Canal? Oh, and there, yeah, polychlorinated, polychlorinated biphenyls. That's your PCBs. There's your dioxin. Yeah, dioxin was there too. There were PCBs on the on and the train not, too, it, and they didn't burn it. it and, and they're going. And, go, Scott. And they Hold on, go, Jerry. Chemicals are passing. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I can rant. It's not like Love Canal and and now this derailment in uh, in Ohio and. Uh, what, what was the the thing with uh, 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 the, the 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 Scientologist actor uh, that was on Welcome Back, Cotter, uh, uh, dancer, uh, Saturday Night Fever? Oh, John sure, Travolta. John Travolta. John Travolta. The movie that the movie that he was in about uh, 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 threats to the environment through chemistry, and then the one about. Uh, that uh, the Los Angeles uh, area—I mean, east of Los Angeles—the uh, 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 the lady, shit, I can't think of her name. Uh, she was in the Aaron uh, Brockovich. Eleven. Aaron Brockovich. Oh, oh, Aaron it's Brockovich. Like, yeah. It's not like these things are isolated uh, uh, occasions. It's like every year there's some. Horror show where somebody, some corporate every, decides that they dump their shit somewhere. Yeah, I mean it's and aren't, can't 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 there be limits on this stuff? I mean, it, it doesn't seem like, and even something like the EPA has become so uh, defanged. Neutered. At least that was their intention. Neutered. Yeah. Snipped right off. We got him in a drawer. I wish the DEA. 
I wish the DA and EPA would switch switch uh, roles to where you know we never hear from the DA and and the EPA and the EPA is kicking indoors. And the stars aren't lining up. That's weird. I don't know. And on to Florida. I just talked to my uh, almost five-year-old granddaughter. She's watching her show on YouTube, and she's going, I'm watching my show. Some of the coolest thing I've ever heard. And she, she's going to school in Florida. Me, me and my daughter are going back and forth where she's um, going to school. And a couple of things we brought up is um, I brought up is not a public school. has to be a religious school, mainly because I don't want to get shot, to be honest, and to, to have a better educa- education. <sighs> what fucking Ron DeSantis is doing in education is, is um, the poor. Criminal? Is the only word. Criminal? Yeah. And I'm glad the the kids and I were jumping up and down. And and uh, you're right. I, I love Generation Z as well because they don't give a fuck. They have no fucks to give, as as they their uh, crowd is saying. And they have all the information or most of the information in front of them, and, and they can detect manipulation. In other words, they know when you're full of shit. Yeah. So that's why they're trying to shut them all down. I mean. Conservative shit is past its expiration date, and and that's what they're pushing against. That's it. Their shit ain't selling, so you know they're they're trying to take colors out the rainbow, as it were. Yeah, that's it. Or even admit that a rainbow exists. It's all and no policy, nothing nothing to talk about. How we're 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 going to go up two degrees centigrade. We're going to overshoot. Nothing about all the plastic. Nothing about all the, the manatees that are fucking dying because of starvation. That's an apex predator. I know the term predator is not um, thoroughly appropriate because they, they predicate on, on greenery, on foliage. But once again, a large mammal. Large mammal dying are big red flags. Red flags. Our water's still fucked up, and we're, we're going to go uh, all red tide again in a month or so. And, and nobody's talking about that. Let's talk about people with peepees. Jesus Christ. I'm so done with it all. Nothing gets done. Nothing. The only thing important is, is the debt. And, and where people go to the bathroom. Well, because that's what maggots care about, Jerry. That's what they care about. Uh, George just asked, asked a question. Uh, wasn't there a dump near St. Louis that had or still has nuclear waste that they couldn't put out? Yep. Yeah, there is. There was that, a fire there recently, I heard, too. That rings a bell. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking oh of we fires, still have our garbage fire here. It, our garbage fire is still going on here. Go ahead, Scott. There's an, up in Pennsylvania, there's an underground fire that's been going. Yeah, it's a, an old coal mine, and they can't put it out. Yeah, it's been only been going Cent- for like 50 years. Centralia. I forget the name of the place. But- Centralia, maybe? Centralia, Pennsylvania. 
Centralia, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's just an abandoned town. Oh, and back to what you were talking about for just a second, Scott. Uh, there's a there's an there's a right wing conniption underway. Uh, the uh, maggots are terribly, terribly, terribly upset at the Hershey Corporation. You the, the, the chocolate bar people. Yeah. Now, what possible thing could could the chocolate bar people? do or not do that's going to get their panties in a twist. Well, you, you may have used the operative word there, panties, because uh, up in Canada, uh, Canada was celebrating International Women's Day, or they are celebrating International Women's Day on March 8th, and they're releasing five limited edition Her For She chocolate bars. See what they did there? Her For She and one and and they feature five women on the label. One of the women they feature is Faye Johnstone, and she is a co-owner and executive director and a Canadian of a, of the Canadian consulting firm Wisdom to Action. And they are queer, trans, and a feminist activist. And so now. I guess, Alabama, which, by the way, will open its legislature on March the 7th, Alabama will probably pass a bill banning, I don't know, Hershey bars in the Camellia State. It's so dainty and so delicate. What a, what a fucking world. I know. I mean, Jesus. If you can't have something as as basic and decent as a Hershey's Kiss or oh, a chocolate oh, there you guys go. with with or without nuts, it doesn't matter. I'm open-minded. <clears throat> What's the fucking country coming to? And and here's the problem. Getting back, Jerry was talking about CPAC a little while ago. What and not and it's not just CPAC. It's the whole Republican. Uh, uh, organization. These people cannot relax. They are always on edge or on guard or something. Right, because that's that's a powerful motivator. Dopamine, man. Dopamine. It's all an illusion. What else do they have? What else do they... (laughs) What do they have but vitriol? And remember, they're mad at Hershey bars now. Uh, three weeks ago, they were mad at M and M's, angry at candy. That's that's. I mean, you know what? And and this is that this remember, we, we, this is such a, this is such a long litany. I mean, again, I'll say it. I was just a little baby, pimply faced gospel DJ when Donald Wildman was paying for airtime at uh, WBTG. We barely talk good. And delivering sermons on the evils of Bugs Bunny. I hope you know this means war. And then three years later, or maybe a little bit more, there's Jerry Falwell inveighing against the Teletubbies. Winky and Tinky. Tinky, no, Tinky Winky. 
Tanky Winky in particular, because Tanky Winky was purple, and you know the queers like the color purple. And there's a triangle on Tinky Winky's head, and that triangle is the symbol of homosexuality in the name of Jesus. There was something in the news. I wish. I wish. I saw the headline, speaking of the Teletubbies, that Jerry Falwell apparently was overwrought about the wrong Tinky Wink or Winky Tink or Dinky Dink. Tinky Winky was one of the was one of the Teletubbies, yes. The purple one. It was the purple Teletubby with the uh the triangle. And, and, the rainbow. Right, and carried a purse. Let me well I'm gonna Google this to see if I'm remembering correctly, because it was something I saw just recently. Oh, where'd you go, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and then I'll tell you about it when I get when I find it. Are you there? Oh yeah, we're all here. How many? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. How many shows did did Tucker do on 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 the and and I got on the green M M&M and M and the uh, the Go Go Boots was hot. Okay, for candy, but. <sighs> Uh, that's a two-minute bit. You did a week on that. Really? This is what you're all talking about? Really? I forget who it was, but I saw a clip speaking, because these are so, they're, they're such they're such ignorant little freaks. Uh, it was some right-wing blatherfest, and they were braying and bleeding and barking and grunting about East Palestine because all of a sudden they care about railroad safety. And whoever the woman was that was on the show said, well, yeah, okay, so where are all these environmentalists now? Where's Erin Brockovich? I mean, they made a movie about her. Where's she? And the host, to his credit, said, well, Erin Brockovich is on the ground in East Palestine, Ohio. And I kid you not, the woman replied, yeah, but where's Julia Roberts? Wow. Because, you know, Julia Roberts is the real Aaron Brockovich. Uh, I like when, Julia. I'd buy Julia Roberts tonight, too. I'll fully admit that. There are these... Only one? There are these people... There are the, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't there these people who are called actors? Why, yes. Who, there are. Who read these, these printed uh, publications called scripts. Yes. And they're, they're for television shows, movies... And uh, uh, on stage performances, and they re- they they read these scripts and they're stories basically, and people tell the stories on the stage or on the screen, and there it's like a pretend, it's like a dress up thing, it's like, let's take a piece of history and reenact it for a modern audience, and you be George Washington and you be uh, Martha Washington and you be Thomas Jefferson. And you be whoever that guy was. They don't seem to get the concept. I mean, you, you've got to, you've got to play along with the you know with with the rest of us here. These are well, you, you know, you know, Trump did play a businessman on TV, and 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 I think that you know I I do think there was a voting machine hack, but him being on on that uh, what was the name of that show? 
Steve Carney. That got him molested. People were like, he's like, he's not. I was like, oh, wow. So as uh, the... I used to watch that show in the first couple of years that it was on, when it was just civilians. I, I don't know whether I didn't know any better or whatever the hell was going on. But there was some entertainment value to it initially. And then they... they the they entertaining as shit. I wish he was back on TV. He's entertaining as shit. He really is. I mean, you got he's charismatic and he's funny. He is. You don't want him anywhere near government. I'm talking even uh, a building uh, permit. But, uh, yeah. He's entertaining. And off script, he's, uh, which I, I really can't wait for the uh, debate between him and uh, DeSantis. I don't want Trump anywhere near anything. Can find him, even if they've got to get one of those uh, uh, on parole bracelets, a monitor, an anklet for him. And as long as he stays down at Mar-a-Lago greeting the, uh, the visitors who are dumb enough to stay there, but but take away his TV privileges, take away all of his privileges, except being the uh, the official greeter down in Mar Mar a Lago, and that, and that's that's fine. I uh, I want him to have to call a judge to play golf. That's what I want. For his, you know, as in terms of his probation, I want to I want to I want to take a minute with this. Trump is beatable. He's already yeah, been he's, he's he's already been beaten in two presidential elections, but by operation of a an uh, an antiquated constitutional provision that's based on racism, he got to be president for four years. But as um, as Paul uh, Granny Starver Eddie Munster Ryan pointed out, we lost with him in twenty, we lost with him in twenty twenty two, and we'll lose with him again in twenty four. I don't think he won Florida in 2016. I really don't. Well, but here's I the point. Here, here, here's the point. Here's, here's the point. Let's stay out of the weeds for a second. Here's the point. Okay. Stay off the weed. What? No. Anyway, go ahead. Stop it, you. Um, <laughs> he's beatable. Uh, monkey up might not be. If, if you attack him, nobody attacked him. DeSantis is beatable because he can't. He hates being interrupted or challenged on anything. So uh, the thing, you might actually want Nitwit Nero in twenty four. Yeah, you do. I thought about this for weeks. Because he's ineffective, and he'll he'll just be on his uh, vengeance vendetta tour. DeSantis is a fucking Nazi. He really is. And he's a smart Nazi. Yeah, he's dangerous because he would actually he's he's shown a, a, a brutal willingness to use naked political power in Florida. And he and and if he if he if he gets a, a Republican House and a Republican Senate. Katie, bar the door. But get your passport and 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 climb into the catapult. I mean, at that point in time, people like me have to start thinking about looking for asylum in other countries. Yeah, we're, we're all going to Canada. 
if they'll take us. I heard they they got their own fascist things going on right now. Maybe we'll be all going to Cuba. I don't know. Spain? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling Spain lately. I've, I've uh, they have all the uh, world seed banks. I found out. Spain's one of the most liberal countries in Europe right now. Yeah, for what it's worth. Yeah. But I wanted to share something with you guys. Um, I have a I have a great clip today. Uh, it's a couple of days old, but it is uh, of Jamie Raskin, who is still doing his job despite going through cancer treatments. He's wearing he's wearing a, he's, he's wearing a kerchief now that apparently some Republicans have grumbled and griped about. I wish he'd wear a daishiki, but not a daishiki. You know the the ethnic hat. I wish he'd wear one of those. Well, this is pretty close, and 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 I think this is the one that uh, uh, Stephen Van Zant, you know, from the Sopranos and from the E Street Band, Little Stephen, gave to him, and it's terribly, terribly hip. But he (laughs) he 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 took apart. By implication, he took apart Lauren Bobblehead Boobert Clanny Oakley a couple of days ago, and this is one for the ages. Make sure I want to get it all. Chew it up, Robert. Here we go. The prior president, um, who may be a favorite of the general ladies. I also wanted to make a, just a brief semantic point because the general lady was making a, gram, a grammatical error that I heard some of her colleagues make before. Um, I believe she referred to a Democrat solution. I heard another member talk about a Democrat member and a Democrat plan. I just wanted to educate our distinguished colleagues that Democrat is the noun. When you use it as an adjective, you say the Democratic member or the Democratic solution, or the Democratic plan. And so... God love him! Finally! Somebody! Where do you think my Pugh's comment came from? Yeah. So, I assume it's a good thing... Uh, Hold on, let's... let's... Go ahead, go ahead. It is an adjective, you say the Democratic member, or the Democratic solution, or the Democratic plan. And so... I assume it's a good faith grammatical error the first few times, but after people are corrected several times and they continue to say it, it seems like it's an act of incivility, as if every time we mentioned the other party, it just came out with a kind of political speech impediment, like, oh, the banana Republican Party, as if we were to say that every time we mentioned the banana Republican member or the banana Republican plan or the banana Republican conference. But we wouldn't do that. So... Out of but we wouldn't do that. Courtesy, when it's an adjective, refer to the Democratic Congresswoman or the Democratic member. Having said that, I love him. Isn't that wonderful? God bless Raskin's oncologist. God bless Raskin's long, yeah, long may they both live. Yes. No, that's where I that note I sent you yesterday about um, pubes. Um. Starting with pubes on the coke can, so yeah. right now all they care about is pubes. Uh, we should just start calling them the pubes. The elephant fucker pubes, the uh, because they're so fragile. 
Yeah, the pubes. Yeah, the pubes. Pass it on, folks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop for a second. Hey, horn people out there in the in the hornverse, send some money in. This is great content. This is great. This is live. Okay, we got Miami. We have California. We have West Virginia in the house. We're talking shit. We're taking names. We're, we're passing out recipes. We're, uh, there, there's intrigue. Send some money. Robin needs some money, honey. All right. Send your pennies, your dollars. Uh, send it in. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. Uh, and, uh, thanks to, uh, uh, Smitty in Florida. Uh, uh, Smitty got us, uh, off the schneid relative to the goose egg we had. So we're down to 275. Thank you so much. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for making sure we didn't have a goose egg. Thank you so much. Um, I think uh, I think uh, that's quite a service to provide to the general public and, and aim toward the Republicans about the uh, what, would be, what would be parts of speech? Would that be the heading that it would come under? Grammar, syntax. Grammar. Okay. So if we if we get them on the straight and narrow in terms of, of doing that correctly. Do you think they're going to be ready to diagram sentences? Because I, two of the people whose sentences defy di- diagrammability are uh, Sarah Palin and Donald Trump. I defy anybody. You can have a, the longest, widest chalkboard in the world and a lifetime supply of white or yellow chalk, and, and it's an impossibility to diagram some of these sentences that come out of their pie hole. I mean, think about it. And I was never much at that uh, part of uh, class. When it came to Diagram Sentences Day, I always tried to stay home, feigning illness of one sort or another. Ma, I think I got a mild case of the plague. I can't go in today. You know, (laughs) the Black Death is creeping up my leg. I I don't know. But I never could. Mama Barry Barry's acting up this morning. Is there an app for that? I, you know, maybe that would help me if I could find an app that would show me how to diagram a fucking sentence. But I want, I did want to bring this up, and thank you, Ralphs. Ralphs just jumped in, so now we're down to two sixty-five to go. Thank you, Ralphs. Go Ralphs. Go uh, Ralphs. No, I wanted to bring this one up because sometimes <laughs> I see stories. And I'm like, wow, they did that. That they went that far. And again, it couples with this notion, this this new reality of, well, that would have been struck down by a sane Supreme Court, but <laughs> who knows? Down in Florida, where you are, Jerry. That's what I'm calling in. Yeah, um, one of Monkey Up's pet legislators, a dude by the name of Jason Brodeur. He's from Lake Mary. Wants to start. Okay. Wants to start fining journalists and bloggers, and he's introduced a bill that requires anyone who writes about Monkey Up or any other member of Florida government to register with the state of Florida and submit monthly reports on how many times they've written about a member of Florida government. And we're not even America anymore. They would have to either register with the Florida Office of Legislative Surface, Surface, Services or the Commission on Ethics. 
It would apply to anybody who writes an article, a story, or a series of stories about the governor, the lieutenant governor, a cabinet officer, or any member of the legislature and is paid to do it. And if they don't do it, they get fined a maximum of $2,500 and $25 a day every day that they don't pay the fee. These guys have no regard whatsoever for the Constitution. Is this regarding well, you know the ban in that, or, or if I'm on a on a blog or a it's journalism, Facebook or it's whatever. all happy. Hold on, let let Scott, and then yeah, one at a time. No, I'm just curious as to whom would this apply? Anybody, everybody. Oh, so everybody, okay. Anybody who has paid money to write stories or blog posts, yeah, anybody. And and this solves what problem? Uh, They're not solving problem. If compensation is paid for a series of posts or for a specific amount of time, the blogger would be required to disclose the total amount to be received upon publication of the first post in said series or time frame. Now these little these little shitbirds, uh, these Republicans in the Florida legislature don't have enough brains to write something like this by themselves. No, that's good. They, this Alex they bought that from a service. Nah, well, it maybe, but it no, what, what it is, Alex? what it is is Monkey Up picks up the phone and says, God damn it, I'm tired of them talking about me wanting to eliminate African-American history, even if I do. Give me a bill. <laughs> They're, they're, they've defined, redefined the term lockstep. They really have. I, I wish I wish a Florida Democrat would set himself on fire or something. It does not it's apply them. to news, newspapers or similar publications. What is the difference between a newspaper and a blog? Corporate structure? I mean, I thought the First Amendment was the First Amendment or, or, or just the amount of First Amendment. No, because, because bloggers really, really do... Bloggers pay attention to stuff that maybe a big out, a big journalism outfit won't necessarily see. Um, and they don't like it. And, these and Republicans, by and, by and large, if you if you've got a blogger who's really on the ball and knows what the deal is, they they write in such a way that it's abundantly clear what their point is and why they're correct about whatever it is that they're making an observation on. And and newspapers... So then you can just be an anonymous. Oh, yeah, easy. But don't that newspapers tend to hold back establishment publications? They'll give you a, a version of, of whatever's going on, but they, they pull their punches, I guess, is Avocado. what I'm looking for. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that's part of it, but it's also that... Some of this stuff just doesn't. Some of this stuff just doesn't make it. It's too small potatoes. But some bloggers focus on policy specific areas, and that's the t- and, and that's what they have time for that major organizations don't. Here's a classic example. Down in Texas, there is a a, a woman who's. Handle on Twitter is at Living Blue Texas. Now there's a Texas legislator, a brand new guy named 
Nate Schatzlein. I'm not kidding. Nate Schatzlein? You do your your Tuesday Schatz laundry and you hang it out on the Schatz line. Is that it? Right. Uh, He's from North Texas, and he is the proponent, the... Uh, He is the original sponsor of a bill, here we go again, to ban drag. Well, naturally, uh, Living Blue, Texas, went digging around and found a video of Nate Nate Schatzline in high school. Your body crazy, you will be my sexy lady. Yeah, I know the music a bit much. The sexy lady in this case is Nate Schatzline skipping with some of their high school pals while wearing a dress. And like a little Mardi Gras mask. So I've never worn a dress or makeup, but it's okay if you do. Uh, meet new, meet, meet, so Michelle wrote, meet new Texas legislator Nat Schatzline, who's made out his priorities to attack gay and trans children in Texas and criminalize drag shows. Yet here he is, dot, 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 in drag. Skipping rope. To which Nate Schatzline responded, and and of course now uh, he, he he doesn't look nearly doesn't look nearly as queer as he looked back in high school because uh, he's grown himself a nice dysphoria beard and everything. And y'all really going crazy over me wearing a dress as a joke back in school for a theater project? Yeah, that's not a sexually explicit drag show, LOL. Y'all will twist anything. Michelle, please find something better to do than look up old videos from when people were in school. That's your comeback? Yeah. And th- but, but then it wasn't enough, and, and I want to take a minute with this quote. So yesterday, uh, he, uh, put up, he put up a video response. The left wing is attacking me for some class project I did as a teenager where my buddies dared me to wear a dress. Well, was it a theater project? You know, if it's a theater project, you don't have to be dared. But we're not going to let it distract us from the real message of what we're trying to get done here in the Texas legislature, which is to ban sexually explicit drag shows and preserve the innocence of the next generation. Well, I guess Nate lost their innocence back in high school. But that, that, no. that the business about the dare, okay, if you knew the number of people who have thought and said, well, yeah, I'm, I'm only dressed this way because I lost a bet or someone dared me to do it. It's an out. It's a semi-plausible deniability. <sighs> no, 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 no. I, 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 wonder, I wonder if before he shot the video response, I wonder if maybe he cleared his browser history. They they browse a lot of trans porn in Texas. Republicans do. You better. But what I'm wondering about, and I've heard references to this story, 
but I get hung up. Now it's been a while, granted, since I've been to a drag show. Okay, but I don't recall them being, to use his terminology, sexually ex ex explicit. Isn't that what he said it was? Yeah, yeah, sexually explicit. What are they doing in the drag show that would cause him to label them that way? Nothing. Well, they, it's 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 thought. dance and lip sync. Okay. And a lot it's of prancing. Part, which can't be defined by anything. And, and and a lot of prancing. And you know, it's 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 an overt projection of hyper femininity. I mean, I, I don't even you know, I don't live like that. Because yeah. again, it is when, a performance when... art. It's not burlesque. No one's peeling. There's no fan dances. There's 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 no there's there's no parrot that knows how to take off a bra, okay? <laughs> and in the case That's of a drag queen, you really that. don't want to see that because the bra comes off, and so do the boobies. Oh yeah, that sucks. And then it's just a naked guy. You know, if no, wait a minute. Let's let's ta let's deal with this for a second. If 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 one was to watch a drag queen undress. On stage, live, down to nothing but a brief. You know what the drag queen would then look like? Or a professional wrestler. Well, yeah, I hadn't thought about that as an option, but see, there, 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 there are people who expose their young children to professional wrestlers who perform fake violence for the edification of the audience. And those professional wrestlers are a hell of a lot nearer naked than any drag queen I have ever seen. And there's a lot of question professional wrestling. I don't recall ever seeing them lip sync to any uh, Broadway uh, or musical. Uh... Well, maybe that's the break point. I don't know. Oh, thank you to George and Course Gold. Hey, George, thanks so very much. Uh, George just got us down to. Um... Two fifty-five. No, no. Uh, two forty. Two forty. Thank you, George. Thank you so uh, much. Okay. George, I want, I, salute. I want, Robin, I want to see you do that Curly Howard calculator bit where you press the buttons on your vest and pull the paper tape out of your mouth. Out of, out of my mouth, read yeah. Off, yeah. Read off the totals. By the way, George added, I'm so sick of these juvenile name games by the GOP. The Democrats should simply call them Republicans or the Republican Party. See how they like it. Pubes. The Pube Party. <laughs> Come on, no, you you can't Republicans. You can't fight insult. See, it's gonna take off. We just gotta keep doing. It. You can't fight insult with uh, logic. You need uh, you need to double the emotion. It does kind of back. it does kind of amaze me that we that that the congressional Democrats have just noticed that though, because this was a talking point we, going we all the way it five years going, ago. Five. We noticed it five years five. ago. Five. Are you kidding me? More like 25. 
Okay, this this whole call them call it the Democrat Party was was it came from Newt Gingrich and his list of words to use. And you use Democrat, and then when you say Democrat, you emphasize the rat. That's where it comes from. Uh, by the way, back to the Florida regist- uh, reg- registration bill. Stephen New York says register as a journalist, even out of staters. If they pass that, I'm going to I'm going to blogging every day about them and get my law practice to pay me one dollar a year. <laughs> Bust their ass, Steve. Uh, Lee in New York said crime of journalism. One name, Thomas Paine. There you go. Uh, what are they doing? Well, you're in a better position than we are. You're down there. I mean, I'll tell you what. Just, just, hey, just for the fun. I'm in North Savannah. I, I know, but I'm just, in North just, Savannah. I don't know what those fucking yahoos are doing in Tallahassee. That's 500 miles away. Yeah, but no, they man. still got jurisdiction over you. Here's the funny thing, though. No, the or, hell they do. do. No, thought experiment. You're down there, Jerry. I would yeah. like you to do me a favor. Do us all a favor. Go ahead. Go ahead. Start rattling off. Just a few problems, real, legitimate, no kidding, problems that Florida has. I did. Water quality, affordable housing, hurricanes, no insurance companies. Sea level rise? I can't even worry about the sea level rise yet. I mean, it's, you already need to have something that floats down here, just kind of in your. Uh, I mean, it's 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 still it's still this way, isn't it? Something as simple as a king tide will flood the streets of no flood insurance? the streets of, of of South Beach and Miami. Our real estate is going to collapse in three years because there's no insurance. And, and how about Rhonda uh, said he wants to control Disney content? He said that out loud. But, I mean, there are real problems in Florida that are just going unaddressed by the maggot legislature down there. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but Florida's uh, so always, always, always liked a little fascism. Here's my question, though. We know what they're up to. Go ahead. We know what they're up to. They're focusing on things that may be an issue, but are definitely definitely not an existential problem. So what is it that they're up to? Do they know that... Fascism. That is... But there's got to be a motivation behind this. Well, the, the, moti- the motivation, Scott, you know, I was, I, was just over, I was just over on the Rock Hudson set. You know what they got over there, Uncle Jed? Motivation. They're just swimming in it. Um... <laughs> Their their motivation is the consolidation of power, even as their demographic shrinks and dies. Okay. They know. Well, it seems like. It just seems like their 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 desperation personified. If they've gotten to the point yeah. where they're not even able. They only got a couple more elections. If they're not even able to look at real issues and real problems that need addressing and have for some time. The onion and first. they're focusing on on, on 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 if they're focusing on 
Ramiro. Bullshit side issues. You. It just doesn't make any sense that they're that they have much in the way of a future. Well, they don't. I've I've used this analogy or this metaphor a uh, hundred times. They are like woolly mammoths who have wandered into the tar pit. And they can't get out. And they know they're going to die. They know they're going away. They're constantly, the they're constantly sinking. And they're, the and, they're, and they're bellowing to an, uh, to an uncaring sky. Uh, their rage and their fury. But sooner or later, That's the tar pit does what tar pits do. But sooner or later, the tar pit does what tar pits do. And the last word of the, of the woolly mammoth in the tar pit is floop. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Woolly Mammoth. You know what? Before they were the 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 elephant party, now they're the the sneaky snake party. But yeah, the uh, metaphor the metaphor still works. I, I just made some uh, Cuban coffee for you, Scott. If you're not going to have some, I'm going to have some too. And I'm going full cholesterol here. I have some sweetened condensed milk as my uh, creamer. And oh my God, yeah. Oh, I can't have that, but that would be so good. No, you can't. You can't even hear about this, Rob. <laughs> And, what, uh, and what's it called? Cafe Cubano. Coffee? Cuban coffee. Cuban coffee, but I, and I'm sweetening it with uh, with uh, condensed milk, which is uh, milk and sugar. With yeah, all the water. Eagle, Eagle brand milk, sweetened condensed milk. Yes, 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 yes. If you haven't had your coffee what? with condensed milk, what are you doing with your lives, people? That's all I have to say. Oh my 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 uh, my dear my dear friend with the Thai my dear friend with the Thai food truck. Occasionally does Vietnamese stretched coffee, and it's very similar. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what's terrible coffee? Turkish coffee. My God, uh, what happens to those people? <laughs> oh, way, way, way back a million years ago, I took a, a friend of mine to lunch at uh, the local Middle Eastern restaurant up in Morgantown, and I used to just love love to go there and get a basket of pita and a plate of hummus and some Turkish coffee. And so I got us both Turkish coffee. He takes one sip and goes, what the fuck? This is Turkish bong water. This isn't coffee. This is bong water. It, it is bong water. That's exactly what it is. It, 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 uh, wow. You like Turkish coffee, Robert? I used to like all coffees. I don't care. Coffee, Java, Jamoke, Joe, carbon remover. I, I loved it all, which is why I'm decaffeinated now. Oh, you can't have coffee at all? No, I'm just decaffeinated. I can have coffee. I can have decaf. And God knows. I had, co- I had coffee in the crazy. I had decaf in the crazy house. And that's one of the things that inspired me to get my shit together, play bingo, and leave. Because I was like, no, this isn't coffee. I need coffee. <laughs> Wait a minute. That inspired me to get my shit together, play bingo, and leave. <laughs> Not laughing at, laughing with. Uh, you, you, you're all muffled, but i got to share this from Brother Deacon Asa back to the clip with Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin is the greatest ahead, pimp that ahead. ever lived. He straight bitch slapped that old broad. Yeah, He did. I think he was too long-winded, but... Uh, you, they don't. No, but you have to. You have to go for a, Jerry. You have to go for a while to make sure you know, and snap your fingers in front of uh, uh, Clanny Oakley's face a couple of times to make sure that she's you know there and in the moment. 
Yeah, I wish Clanny Oakley wasn't so hot. I got to be honest. She's really attractive. Oh, I can't. I can't see it. I, she's just gross. <laughs> just I see. You're wearing jeans yesterday. I see. But no, but you you got to turn the sound down. That's how you do it. Uh, she's so passionately enthusiastically wrong too. That's the part where I'm like, why yes, are you so happy she's in, about being stupid? She's in. She's in. She is enthusiastically, confidently stupid. And th- uh, why you, uh, she has this vocal flair when she's wrong? Perhaps I've heard some evangelical pastors do, and she's up on it. But she, oh, gosh, she has nothing to say. But she says it Did you um? Did you see the thing where uh, uh, motorized parking container says we near our safe spaces? As um, Kennedy was trying to go, no, they're not talking about civil war. Yeah, right. Want, I, you know what? I, 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 again, she says Nash. Again, she says national divorce because she can spell national because she's a Christian nationalist, and she can spell divorce because she's going through okay. one. But it would be a complete disaster if she tried to spell secession. Bueno, did you see she can't read a, no. a, 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 a double comma number? Did you see that? Yeah, yes. And she said oh. a billion people tried to oh, invade the, the uh, yeah, a billion people tried to invade the, um, the, the, the border. I'm like, we would have seen a billion people on satellite. What the hell are you going on? <laughs> she said that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We would have, but it's we would have seen a billion people on the satellite. Yeah, Robin, are you are you talking about the clip where she's at some hearing or something, and she's trying to uh, describe a like a six digit number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. She finally settled on one point five. I had to run that back and watch it again. Well, when you do, if when you do, if the same thing doesn't happen to you that happened to me, I will be disappointed in you, Scott. Because the minute she started, no, the minute, right, minute no, the minute she Thank started, you. I immediately saw the monkey and the arm garters and the little green visor and the pencil. <laughs> yeah, she needs she needs that monkey uh, when it comes to ciphering. She's got a fighting uh, chance if she's got the monkey. Y'all, I gotta get out of here. I, Where I did the time go? No, you don't. Not even. No, you can't leave. A, we still got stuff to say. I guess we can save I don't it for think tomorrow. A calculator would help her. She could get a like a no. Bomar brain or a, whichever one of those early calculators used to impress the Hellerists with all those extra buttons and nobody knew what they did. Oh yeah, the no the that. Texas Instruments graphing calculators. Oh the oh the TI yes yeah yes. oh yeah. By the way, uh, we have two we have two competing uh, obligatory Star Trek references. This one courtesy of Lee, subject line coffee. I would like to try try uh, Rock to Gino first, and then Randy Radar responds with, "I'm having a Romulan ale myself." A Romulan ale. Shit will kick your ass. Dream dreams and see visions. I think Synthol's out right now. You like chocolate? Yeah, I, I, it sent the hall. Well, listen, y'all. I am I am out of here. Scott, I hope you get Scott, to feeling do some better. Stretches at least. Do some stretches. We lose muscle mass as we age. I think that's part of your problem. You got to address that. Yeah. Stretches. I, I'd never I'd never considered that. Well, I'm. I'm yeah. uh, no, you you uh, uh, This this little session has done me a world of good. 
I'm glad. I'll pick it up in, in my voice. Just the fact that I'm not feeling as low as I was. And um, what is today, Thursday? Maybe I'll go out and take a walk around the neighborhood. Just once around the block, go up to 7-Eleven, get, get me a Slurpee in a Slim Jim. Mm-hmm. Moon pie. There you go. RC Kohler in a moon pie, you play Maypole on the hill. You just screwed up the box. Get in some water, Scott. Do some stretches. Have one of those three things, not all of those three things. You need to keep calling in and get a bird, damn it. Scott, loud Scott, get, Scott, get yourself yeah. a get yourself a green alcohol and rainwater. Because <laughs> you got to go totally the wrong direction there. A purity of essence. Exactly. Maybe that's my problem. I'm a quart low on my purity of essence or whatever it is. It may very well be. That's what I need to do is watch one of my Stanley Kubrick movies tonight. Maybe Dr. Strangelove. That's How about The Shining? Ooh. How long has it been since you went to the Overlook Hotel? It's been a while. And I'll tell you, I came very close about two weeks ago. I'm looking through my my YouTube videos, and there's a uh, uh, people doing a voiceover. Not even I don't even think they were connected with the film. They were, they were, they were, uh, they were talking about the movie The Shining, well, and they were describing things in the movie that most people wouldn't understand that were symbolic of something else, and they got really deep into it. And I'm thinking, well, now I gotta watch it again because it's been a while since I've been to the old Overlook, which is actually a hotel. Where did they say that was? Up in Montana, Colorado, Colorado. Dakotas, maybe. Colorado. It, well, no, no, it's it was based in Colorado in the film, but the actual building is a real building somewhere else, according to these guys. Oh, now you're gonna make me. Oh, okay. Real Overlook. Hotel. And and on the on the place where they did the Oregon, set, the Timberline Lodge on Mount Hood in Oregon. I knew it was up there, up in the northwest somewhere. Yeah, I would go there. I wouldn't stay there. Drive by and go, yep, that's it. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and somebody that I no, no, I'm not stopping. My DC days was in that movie, and you'll never guess who it was. Do you remember when uh, Stan Crothers is watching uh, the, the local news down in Florida and the newscaster comes Glenn out? Rinker or Ann Bishop? Uh, Glenn Rinker or Ann Bishop? Glenn Rinker used to be at Channel 4 in D.C. And when I used to go over there, yeah, yeah. I used to talk to him. Hell of a nice guy. He was into sailing. And uh, there was a shakeup in the uh, local anchor there situation. And he went down to, was it WTVJ in Florida? Or TMJ, uh, something like that? TVJ? POG. Yeah. He went to Channel 10. I don't know. It's been a while, but. Yeah, no, you, got, you, got, you got three of the letters, right? Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So we knocked out a little bit of trivia, too. And well, I got no, to go. I got to go. Y'all, I got uh, to go. I do. I, I just do. Internet you're putting up. All right. Go go do you, Robin. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Scott, for being a part of my consensual hallucination. Thank you, Horn community. Send your pennies, your dollars, and your coins in. Thank you, Jerry. 
And hey, sounds like dinner. Sounds like dinner's been uh, has been going on as you spoke. So uh, I hope it's absolutely well, delicious. She's cooking. She's doing a great job. I, I gave her a little help, but she, yeah, she's doing a good job. She got the basil, a little cilantro there, a little olive. Little, uh, avocado oil and chicken. Yeah, very impressive. I love cooking with avocado oil because it'll take a lot of heat. I, you know, I just I'm realizing that I just like the taste of it. I didn't know it was um, it's uh, it's almost takes as much heat as uh, peanut butter. Maybe more. Yeah. But anyway, y'all have a wonderful <laughs> evening. Okay, we'll talk soon. Friday on the front God porch tomorrow. Bye bye. All right, see you, Scott. Good night, Robin. Good night, Jerry. Good night, Horn people. Good night, Robin. Good night, Scott. Good night, y'all. Good night, Good night John Boy. <laughs> and I'm glad we perked you up, Scott. You take care. So, uh, one last thing. I had a, a communique from Jessica up in Minnesota. Um, remember, she resides in the greater Rochester municipal co-prosperity sphere. Um she dropped me a note and said, just finished another day of service at Mayo and running on errand or, an errand or two, and I'm going to try to stream the program on the drive home. I don't think I updated the Horn Family Community Congregation on this, so my apologies if I'm repeating myself, but I told you all that I was on the list for uh, breast augmentation surgery, but I received a call in mid-January saying the March surgery calendars had opened and asked if I wanted to first available or if I wanted to see what the options were. Given I have an annual model railroad gathering I will be attending on the 10th, I asked for the list. The last available date was March 31st, my mom's birthday. And I absolutely seized that date, Jessica says. Not only is that the International Transgender Day of Visibility, but it's the day I came out to the world in 2020. It's only fitting then that I undergo the procedure that I've been wanting for so long and have been fighting for my ins- with my insurance company to cover my tissue expanders. Um... In order to get the sizes uh, that she wants, uh, well, they're going to do a two-part procedure. And what's curious is that it has been used for breast reconstruction following a mastectomy, but Jessica will be the first trans woman to use tissue expanders for breast augmentation at Mayo. She writes, so I get the distinction of being a trailblazer at the Transgender and Intersex Specialty Care Clinic at Mayo, and I will have given my trans siblings another option in their transitions. 29 days and counting. Anyway, I thought I would share that news, and I'm going to kick in five bucks to celebrate my news. Susan and I, our fifth wedding anniversary, which we observed on Valentine's Day. So if anybody else in the family community congregation wants to observe and celebrate these events and has an extra five bucks... Uh, please give it to the lovely lady behind the microphone. Thank you, Jessica. Hope you all are having a good day, and I'll try to send another message the evening before or on the early morning of the 31st. Signed, Jessica, from deep inside the greater Rochester metropolitan co-prosperity sphere. Took me a while to memorize that, but I did. (laughs) I just love that. I'm so proud and happy for you, Jessica, and thank you so much, and happy fifth anniversary to you and Susan. And God, I know, I know, I know, I know why you're so excited. I do. So thanks, everybody. Thank you to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thank you to our a la carte contributors this evening. Thank you so very much. Y'all got us down to 235 to go, so we're looking at 535 for Friday on the front porch. Um, and, uh, 
looking forward to tomorrow already. I have a feeling we're going to have a rousing conversation. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thank you to Sparky and Steve in the chat room. Don't know if Roger made it in. Thanks to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Remember, like and subscribe, please. It helps grow the program, and it's it's making a significant difference. Thank you. Oh, and over there, tune in. Press the little heart button on that player, too, if you're listening there. Thank you. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest-working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia and a proud union shop. Get your boosters. Get your flu shot. Wipe down your surfaces. Help stop the spread of RSV. Warm weather is coming. Wear your mask, though, because, well, maggots are real, and they're really really viral and not in a good way. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, use your hand sanitizer, maintain your social distance 15 to 20 feet like parts, like Paul from Parts Unknown suggests. Hey Paul, hope you're doing okay. It's been a while. And of course, if... uh, some dude from North Texas comes towards you saying, Well, that wasn't drag. Uh, uh, my, my buddies dared me to wear a dress. Sure they did, hon. We see you. You're valid. Now, avoid him like the plague, because he is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Lighter. <laughs>